Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale. All day long. Does that include us? The Neil Rogers sorry. Show. To talk to Neil, call 560 toll free for Dave and Broward. Or is that include him? The opinions of Neil, Luke his parents, callers, or anyone no. else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM. How's that Rick and Tug doing, by the way? Or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Florida State sucks. Sunrise stages, it's not the place you should drive. We go much slower than you. Sunrise stages, it can make you just right. You're up to conquer you. Boy! Depends is what covers our ass. So we don't stand on double meat by the tracks. Sunrise faces. It can make you fish. Beware of the oily bite. Soft food. Boy, I'm not kidding you. You might find someone's fork teeth in the soup. Know what you're thinking, we try to think our teeth, we win our teeth, we're wallowing in misery. Sunrise faces, it can make you destroy. So that like Uncle Q-Tip had your driving, you can lose. It's your Bahia, like the ambulance fans to condo provide. I'll pull the years lock up and get my fly. Sunrise stations, might as well face it, we die. It's gonna happen soon. Sunrise stations, nice place to end in your life. Oh, it's gonna happen for you. Boy! I'll tell everybody death rattle. <laughs> 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 10.02 at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday to you. So how's that Rick and Tubbs doing? Anybody here? <laughs> you know something? I think that if those guys really were grateful, because I heard them mentioned a couple of times this morning, you know, thank God for me because I'm their only publicity machine. If they were really grateful, they'd stop in surreptitiously. I mean, nobody would know if I was joking or not. I don't want them to, you know, risk their jobs over it, <laughs> such as they are. They would, like, right down the street, aren't they, at the uh, uh, Paxson Clear Channel building? No, they're the same place uh, we were at. They are? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because that's where the studios is. Well, what sense does that make? They're back there in Hollywood over there by your house? As far as I know. I don't think so. Why, why would that be? Why would they? Well, wherever the hell they are, they could uh, stop by here and walk in and say, hey, thanks a lot, and then leave, you know. Oh, look, there they are now. Oh, look at that. There's uh, Suds anyway. Well, he actually, I couldn't see him through the window because he doesn't come up to the door that high in the door. Anyway, we have some famous anus cookies for them if they'd stop by. Yeah, I got I found was something really bad out there this morning, which I've never noticed. I've noticed there's all that soda with sugar in it, which I don't drink soda with sugar. That's one thing I have no. I mean, as long as you got the diet soda that's got all these uh, pheno uh, whatever it is in them, I have no problem with that because that's sweet enough to satisfy my sweet tooth. 
but I found that there are cartons and cartons of famous anus cookies out there, and I have a bag in my hand right now. Yeah. Mmm. God. And my blood sugar was 84 this morning. Oh! Went to the doctor yesterday. Dr. Mark Laporta over there on the beach. He's the best. Dr. Mark says you'll live. He, he is great. You know something? This is the most bizarre thing. I slept all over there in the rain and the cold. It's freezing. It's a bitch yesterday. And I slept over there at the beach. I go in. I see him. And, you know, basically I've got a little, I've had a little touch of the flu like everybody else. A little, uh, you know, intestinal flu, whatever it is. Not too exciting. And he looks at me, and at the end of the whole thing, and takes the blood, about a gallon of blood, and he says, uh, you, well, you don't need me. Of course, you've heard that before. Basically, what he's trying to say is, I could use a few bucks from you, which is nice, but on the other hand, you're a hypochondriac, and why are you here? That's really what he's saying. And I walked out of there, and I felt great. No, seriously, I felt like a jerk, because I thought to myself, I just went to the doctor, now I feel a lot better. Did he do anything uh, for me? No. No, he just uh, talked to me, and I feel better. I just shook his hand, and maybe maybe it kind of like rubbed off. Maybe he's got that magic touch. So my blood sugar this morning was 84 when I got up, and God, that would be a real evil thing, especially when I have to go to Mommy's for lunch today. That would be a real evil thing to do to myself, to dive into a little bag. Even one of these little bags, a famous anus, that would be bad, because there's like 19 grams per serving, and servings per container are about two. So in other words, 38 grams of carbohydrates in here is uh, really bad. That's a lot, for and a little bag. I mean, these are small. And once you eat the one bag, if you're like me, which most of you are, you're going to eat like two or three or four bags when you've got cases of this stuff out there, aren't you? Uh -huh. I would. You, I guarantee you can't eat only one bag. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should have a, a contest with myself to see if I could eat only one famous anus cookie. But I'm not going to do that because that would be like eating one Smarty. You can't do it. Somebody brought me at the track last night. Rodale, uh, this is the greatest stuff I've ever seen in my life. Talk, and it fits right in. Talk about going a little bit overboard, even for me, on the sugar thing. This is hysterical. I have no idea when this book was published. In the 60s sometime. And he didn't bring me the book, but he brought me, like, uh, pages, copies of pages. Everyone seriously interested in nutrition and better health. Rodale System for Mental Power and Natural Health by J.J. Rodale. Oh! And a picture of him on the frame. He looks like uh, Professor Von Helsing from Dracula. And this is hysterically funny stuff. I mean, there's some truth in uh, what he's saying, but he goes just a little bit overboard. I'm going to read some of this later. Number one, it pays to shun sugar. Okay, I'm just going to read one line here, and then later I'll get into the other stuff, which is uh, will make you pee in your pants and probably eat a lot of famous anus. He says you might, and this is absolutely correct, by the way, Dr. Rodale, or whatever the hell you, I don't know if he is a doctor, just says, but I, that name sounds familiar to me. I think back when I used to have all those nutritional quacks on the show, I think they used to talk about Dr. Rodale. He's a doctor like my little dog is a doctor. It says you must cut out the use of white and brown sugar in any products that contain them. Yes. There you go. There you go. You must, you must cut out the use of white and brown sugar in any products that contain them. The overuse of such products, strange to say, can produce a condition of low blood sugar, which lowers the brain's efficiency. So if there's some people out there that sound like they're like a little bit off, like, several, like they need the bricklayer to stop by, <laughs> yeah, people like that, then you know that... Uh, too much sugar is what's doing it. Like all those hot-blooded, hysterical Hispanics, too much sugar is what causes that uh, behavior of theirs. Too many of those arepas. All right, so only the Colombians eat those, okay? The Colombian queens like those the a lot. Cubans have all these really high-sugar desserts, such as? Such as, uh, besides the pastelitos, they have these little drunken pastries. They're yellow, and they're soaked with sugar water yeah. and sometimes rum. 
Uh, and rum, yeah. most of the time and, rum. And, and don't forget the flan, which is just sugar. Oh, and that is and, uh, that is with crass. Syrup poured over. That, that's a Cuban thing. You just thing? haven't had good. Uh, Get flan. out of here! Flan is like slime. It's a pudding. It's slimy. Yeah, it's a it's pudding with pudding. slime on it. Okay, it is the slimiest, crappiest garbage. Why don't you just admit that Cubans have crappy taste when it comes to food? You've never had Cuban food. How do you know that? We've discussed this over and over and over again. You've had, like, Mexican food. So are you ready to go downtown and uh, introduce yourself to some politicians? Uh, what is this? Adam, did you talk to us? I haven't mentioned a thing. I stand for oh. the in helping out the show this week. Oh, are you? So there you go. <laughs> Little tidbit from our friends Rick and Suds on Stupid Talk this morning. I was thinking coming to work, even though Rick continues to insist on doing that stock market show. Oh, give that a rest, sweetheart. Please, I'm begging you. The Nasdaq's up 8.73. I mean, I give that stuff once in a great while. But this man is obsessed. It's the flea market, dummy, not the stock market. Your audience is at the flea market. I'm trying desperately to give you a helping hand, a big helping like Elvis would like, a big helping hand. And especially after I listen to, you know, I just have the monitors barely seeping in here now in the morning, during that morning show of ours here, and I'm beginning to realize maybe it is too much sugar. Oh, jeez, look what I just did. Crap! Oh, no. Maybe it's too much sugar or whatever the problem is, but there are a lot of mentally ill people who call this radio station. Now, would you like to do your self-test this morning? Here's an easy test for you. If you've ever called a talk show or if you've ever even wondered to yourself, on the fourth, on the fifth of January, who the Dolphins are should be looking to pick in the draft in April, or who the what free agents the Dolphins might sign. If either of those thoughts has ever entered your mind early in January, then you are obviously mentally ill and need very, very serious help. Yeah. There is no. This isn't just my opinion. I'm trying. I'm begging you to get yourself some assistance, okay? Because there is no question in my mind. It's, it's, it's just it's pathetic. It's embarrassing to me. What kind of no-life, low-life people are concerned about who anybody is going to be drafting in the middle of April and what free agents? I mean, how about in two years? How about in the year 2006? Do you think Jimmy is still going to be here? Do you think his hair will be any better? Will it be the same shade of gray? Will he still be a hard-ass? Will he still be picking on the media? Bop, 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 bop. I mean, please. There's got to be, there must be, there has, even in this godforsaken place, there must be more to life than that, isn't there? No. Ten minutes after ten at 560, WQM Hank is back today at two. We've got the Booster talking baseball <laughs> from Shula's at six. And we got the Panthers 830 out of Phoenix, 839. Boy, do they, they are desperate. they got to start winning because they're falling like out of contention, man. Everybody else is pulling away. How about those Leafs, huh? Oh. I don't care if it was a penalty in overtime. We'll take the win. How about that? Oh. <laughs> Tonight on Let's Watch Animals Screw. It's a dicey situation for the intrepid wildlife crew as they inadvertently interrupt a wild gorilla in the mist orgy. Soundman Richard is mated with a 500-pound silverback male. Follow the couple as they register at Macy's and pick out a flatware pattern. It's all on tonight. Let's Watch Animals Screw. I bet you Ron McGill's on that show. 1014 at 560 WQM. By the way, let me just set the record straight for some of you Ojean provocateurs out there in Radio Land. Yesterday, I go to the doctor. I'm driving through the cold and the rain. If I didn't have walking pneumonia before, I probably do now after uh, being out there in the elements. You know, yesterday, I'm looking at the temperatures and at the wind chill when I got home on the weather. They're showing a wind chill 38 degrees and a temperature like 48. And I look in the paper this morning. It was 58 in showers in Amsterdam yesterday. So this was like Amsterdam without the good time is basically what this was yesterday. Cloudy and rainy and chilly and a little bitter and nasty, but without the good time. There you go. 
So anyway, I'm driving in the car at 4.30, which I ordinarily wouldn't usually be in there, so I guess this asshole who called in Manage assumed that I wouldn't be listening. Little hit-and-run artist, and if I would have had the phone in that car at the time, which I did not, I would have called in immediately. But Mad Dog knows that I'm his number one fan, like Kathy Bates. I am. I'm his number one fan. I'm the greatest fan of Jim Mandich on the radio of anybody in this town because I appreciate not only does he know his crap and know what he's talking about, but he doesn't take it seriously. He's got a tremendous sense of humor, right? Yeah. He's great. He's an entertainer. He's not just another dumb jock on the radio sitting there talking like that, sounding like a dullard, okay? He's, a, he's an entertainer. He's hysterical. So I'm driving along, and I'm listening to Mandich, and they'll air call. Hey, uh, Jim, what do, you, what do you think about the Dolphins? Can they beat Denver again? You think that their defense can? I mean, every call the same goddamn crap, okay? And here comes a guy, some uh, banana boat guy. I don't remember exactly what his story was, but at any rate. Uh, can I change the subject a little bit on you, Jim? Okay, whatever you like. Uh, yeah, what do you think about Neil Rogers on your station uh, calling you a little a poodle and taking all kinds of shots at you? And Manage says credit, obviously not getting sucked in, in in the first place, says Neil Rogers is a great entertainer. He does a tremendous show. He's hysterical about it. And just uh, peed all over me. I had a, Right there in the car, I had to stop and change underwear right on the goddamn highway because Manage uh, just urinated all over my body, uh, you know, theoretically. I mean, just it was incredible. But there always have to be these wise guys out there, these Ojan provocateurs. It's like people, these sports nerds who call up with their trivia and, you know, try to trick you by mentioning, you know, the name of some obscure asshole that jumped out off the bench 50 years ago in some ballgame. Yeah, it never, ever stops. Like, you know, I'm smart and you're dumb. I'm going to show you, okay? And does it really mean anything? No. No, it's just to kill them some time on their part is what it is. But the audacity, the idea that anybody would believe that I'm ripping Jim Mandich on here. Now, sometimes Mandich is full of crap. See, there's a difference between admiring somebody's ability and being a big fan of theirs, which I love listening to Mandich, and agreeing with everything they say. It's like when people call a show, well, I agree with you most of the time. Well, who cares? Why, why, why do you preface? Why do you have to do that little suck job before you, you know, you, they're trying to get on an even playing field. You know what I'm saying? By saying that. They're trying to level the playing field. Well, you know, I agree with just about everything you say. Well, you know something? I don't care if you agree with anything I say, nor I'm sure does anybody else in the audience care whether you agree with anything I say. So, again, it's like the people who call, oh, please don't hang up on me, but, again, a bad starter for a conversation. Bad. But, uh, man, I'll give you an example of Mandy's being full of crap, Okay. And that is that a couple, just a couple of weeks ago, I heard him talking about the fact that uh, Michigan, that they hadn't got a quarterback to replace Brian Greasy. And I've been, I mentioned a couple of times that uh, their quarterback, see, the reason Jim Mandich didn't like Tom Brady, the Michigan quarterback, is because he's a pretty boy. He is a real, real, he could be like a male model. He looks good, and Mandich don't like that kind of athlete. That's not his kind of guy. He likes a hard-nosed, you know, an ugly guy like Bob Greasy. He likes a guy that looks like that, and Brian looks a little like Daddy, you know. A pug-nosed, hard-nosed, you know, guy that would run into a wall. But now all of a sudden, Michigan wins that game. They make that dramatic comeback and score three touchdowns in like the last two seconds and beat uh, those hogs. And now yesterday I hear him talking about Tom Brady and how great he was. But a beat, but a boop, but, you know. So, again, you know, he can be full of crap at times, too, especially when it comes to Michigan. He may have his blinders on a little bit, and especially when it comes to guys who look a little bit too good, a little bit too pretty to be a football player. Maybe Mandich is a little bit nervous about thinking about all those other guys in the locker room showering with Tom Brady after the games, huh? Sounds like something I might be interested in. What's wrong with that?
Jim Mandich is God. Oh. Never forget it, okay? Don't uh, try to don't try to drive a wedge. You're wasting your time with that bullcrap, okay? All you little professional troublemakers out there with no lives. Hey, you know what these people remind me of? It's like in the old days. See, these these are old farts in training. O F I T. Old farts in training. These are the same people who will be living in the condos, who will be opening up their neighbor's mail, who will be hawking at China about the neighbor's grandchildren are making too much noise, and yada, yada, yada. These are the same people who will be doing that. And the same people will be calling up, if by the time they get to be that age in about 40 or 50 years, which they might, there's any kind of, like if they bring back the light bulb, if Joyce Kaufman should be on the air, somebody like that, talking to people over the age of death. Hello, Joyce. I heard somebody call the other station and say you were a bitch. That's, see, back in the days when we had INZ and IOD and GBS and uh, KAT was still doing talk, there were four stations doing talk in this market at the same time. I know it's hard to believe. There were four talk stations, and believe me, you talk about spreading the talent then. We had guys like David Gold, and we had uh, the Dean, Alan Burke. Is he? Uh, how's he doing? Is he still alive? No. But at any rate... Uh, you know, and, and, and what the old farts would do, like a bunch of little children, and of course, I would sit and punch the dials in the car and listen around, and of course, you know, doing a show on the air for 100 years here, I knew every voice, all the chronics. The, it's, it's like, uh, you know, when we left the IOD, and all the chronics started calling in over there, the people that we would never let on the air, well, you know, they find a roosting place. They find a, it's like when Joey Reynolds started doing the weekends in IOD a few years ago many years ago, and then all the people we wouldn't let on any of the shows during the week, they all gravitated to Joey on the weekend. That's right. All the misfits, which was a perfect match, by the way. But that's what the old farts would do, and they would call one show and say something to a host, and then you'd hear them on GBS like 10 minutes later. Oh, I just heard uh, David Gold say you're an asshole, and he thinks that you're a Nazi. And, and they would play like one against the other. That's called being a professional yenta. So we have many yentas in training in South Florida. We have young yentas who are practicing to become old yentas because they know if they live here all their lives, and most of them will because they have no lives, that they'll wind up in a condo. They'll probably wind up in Sunrise Lakes would be a good place for most of them. That would be a perfect place in Sunrise Lakes. Or maybe they'll be over there in Hallandale Beach with Sonny Rosenberg, that asshole who now is looking for more publicity for himself. So not only has a letter to the editor today in the Sun Sentinel, but also an article about Arthur Rosenberg, not to be confused with Sonny Rosenberg, even though it's the same asshole, okay? You know Sonny Rosenberg? He's an asshole. He always was and he always will be. Wants to change the name to Hallandale Beach from Hallandale. Why don't they just change it to Hallandale Funeral Parlor would be? <laughs> huh? The outdoor death place. That would be pretty good. We don't want no MTV. Who was it? Please tell me again from uh, GTR. The Tom guy Caminiti. Who was it? Tom Caminiti. Ken Caminiti? I thought he just signed with, uh, who was it, Houston? Tom Caminiti from uh, GTR, the old days. He's the one who lived in Hallandale. And he took care of you old farts up there. Nice going, Tom. Oh! God bless you for getting MTV on the cable. The old farts, they didn't want MTV on there because they didn't watch it. They wanted the geriatric food channel. They wanted to see, yeah, they have a special food channel in Hallandale. Only, only recipes you can gum. Anything that, re anything that requires chewing, they will not allow it to be made on there. The essence of Emerald won't see him. Too many chewy foods, okay? If you can gum it, they love it, okay? And, they, and every show that's on there on the uh, Hallandale food channel has got a glass fizzing in the background. So as soon as it gets time to eat, as soon as the early bird opens up, just pop your teeth in there and gum, uh, gum your brains out. You think you can gum famous anus? Huh? I'm not, I'm not going to eat these. I'm not even slightly inclined. Plus, I still have a little touch of this, uh, whatever this thing is. It's not completely gone. 
I just mentioned that in case Dr. Mark might be listening down there. It's not completely gone. It's going away, but it, it hangs on. It's persistent, this crap that everybody's got. Don't forget, it pays to shun sugar. Okay? I just mentioned that again in passing. I know that you're... Uh, I, I, look, if Rick Riley can do the stock market every day, I'll just do carbohydrate count. Exactly. That's the honey, Junior. Right. In fact, later on in here, he says a little bit, a little dabble do you is okay, honey. I think there was a comma in there. Here's Boca. Hello. Uh, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, you want to know why the name Rodale seems familiar? J.J. Rodale. Who is that? That was the guy who dropped dead on the Dick Cavett show. It was? Yeah, he uh, went on the Dick Cavett show, proclaimed himself the healthiest man alive, and then healed over. Are you serial? Absolutely. All right. Great. <laughs> just about, uh, you know, I just remember the name. That's, uh, now, how long ago was that? Oh, back when Dick Cavett had a show. I mean, back in the late 60s, I guess. Yeah, yeah this book, I think, was written in the 60s. And, you know, he the, the sad part of it is he makes a couple of good points. Right. But then he just gets carried away like some kind of a voodoo witch doctor. I mean, when, when I read this later, you'll just die laughing. It's hysterical. Yeah, I know. Some, you know, it's not the thing about the, those nutritionist quacks. You know, yeah. they say... Like 10% of the stuff will be absolutely stuff that makes sense. Well, how, how about that Adele Davis? Remember, she used to write all those books, Let's Get Well, and You Get Well, and This One Get Well, and she used to always uh, always push in milk. you got to drink a lot of milk. And then right. she died from bone cancer. Oh, boy. Which I thought uh, she might, the calcium must have been going out of her rectum somewhere because <laughs> it evidently didn't get in her bones too well. Okay. Have a great day. Thanks for the good news. Bye -bye. Okay, so J.J. Rodale is dead. Oh! All right. Healthiest man dead is what he is. Now, seriously, if you open up that box, you say, look at that. What a magnificent corpse. He's almost as healthy as Joe D. And by the way, thank God, it's only the 5th of January. We already got something to be thankful for. We haven't had reports in days, maybe a couple of weeks, about Jolt and Joe DiMaggio. Oh! Yeah, in stereo, no less. Let's have a party, goddammit. Is he dead? Is he alive? Who knows and who cares? Just let us know when it's over. Okay, leave the poor bastard alone. And you notice since he uh, instructed that the uh, Morris Engelberg guy, he said, uh, cut the crap with these stupid reports already. You notice how CNN isn't flashing it on there every five minutes and headline news and CNBC? No, but they do have the call for the stocks in there, so Rick can keep putting it on the air. See, if we want to know every second, Rick, if the market is... I'm, I'm just trying to give you a little assistance. I know you're a hard ass. I know you won't listen to anybody, but it is ponderous. It, w it would be like turning on Mutton Jeff, who are supposed to be making us laugh and hearing, oh, the Dow is up 53.81 right now, and the NASDAQ is uh, fell out of there, up 14.6. I mean, come on already. It's the flea market, not the stock market. I'm just amazed, because when they're on in the afternoons, like I've said before, I always listen to Hank, and I do, except when those calls, those gambling calls start coming in about 2.15. But at any rate, uh, you know, and, and I, so I wasn't aware of the fact that he became obsessed. He went from the computer obsession into the stock market obsession. And like I said, a guy, you know, all of a sudden starts making a little bit of money, and right away he's, he's a maven. He's an investment expert. I, I just can't imagine hearing Gilbert and uh, adequate uh, Dick or Dave or uh, whatever. Anybody out there know adequate Dick? But at any rate, I mean, I can't imagine hearing them in one breath and then hearing about, uh, you know, some hot stock that's going to take off and go up 80 points today. And it's really interesting. I heard him talking about how Queer Channel stock is going up so high. If it's going up so much, how come they're not paying anybody and they're firing everybody? That's probably why it's going up so much. The shareholders are getting all the money, and the poor bastards that work there, they're all getting blown out. Oh! Nice going, Ronna Wolf. And by the way, Mike Wolf sure adds a lot to that show. <laughs> oh, my God. Six words. That was fun. He must be getting paid by the word that he contributes on there. Or maybe he's getting paid uh, in reverse. Because he doesn't have anything. He's no Chuck Meyer, I'll tell you that. Good news guy, Mike Wolf. Not a bad guy. Never rode a stolen motorcycle. 
But Jesus Christ Almighty, adds nothing in there. So now they're going to have to bring in some outside help. I was thinking coming to work this morning, you know, they have that stupid talk, which is an idiotic idea to begin with, but they're really not a network anymore at all. They're not on any place else, are they? Huh? No, they can't because he says Super Talk 940. They're not carrying them anywhere else. So why don't we just start our own informal? It doesn't have to be on the same station. Huh? A network. Yeah, sure. our own network. The Rick and Suds in the morning, Neil in midday, and Hank in the afternoon if uh, the gamblers will stop calling. You know what I'm saying? Huh? You follow what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, we have our own network. Not necessarily connected with any particular radio station. I mean, that's the way. If that's the way the business is going to go, and you've got a couple of companies that own every goddamn radio station, well, we can't be worried about that, okay? Because I can't, I can't, uh, I just can't deal with these sports nerds that want to know in the middle of, in early January, well, who do you think the Dolphins ought to pick? And is there a kid playing out there in Amesville, Iowa, do you think on a, a high school team that might be pretty good for us down the road? <laughs> I mean, even even the quarterback for Tennessee, his name is T. Well, we'll get into that. I want I want the details on that. I want to hear all about this guy. And he's a white guy, by the way. Okay, with a bad name. See, not only not only you black folks can have bad names, but Southerners have real strange names too. Southern white folk. Maybe it's just a Southern thing. He's an agent provocateur. Tonight on Let's Watch. Oh wait a minute, we just played that, didn't we? Let's play this one. Sorry. Come on. Another bride, a beauty queen. All right, they all agree that he is. Oh, man. They all regret it. They won't forget it. They're dating Tyson. Then two or three. Who's all his problems? What do they say? So if the Tennessee quarterback is named T. Martin and his receiver is Peerless Price, could they call him like T.P. for short? Peerless Price. 
Hey, Peerless, how you be doing, Peerless? And uh, quarterback is T, which I John was telling me this morning what that stands for, T as in T, uh, like what his full name was, some illiterate, half-baked uh, Tennessee uh, Southern redneck Yahoo trash uh, bullcrap. Yeah. But somebody will call in. One of the experts out there, one of the sports nerds will tell us about that. We got somebody on there? Okay, here's somebody that knows the crap. Hello? Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Sport nerd here. All right. Uh, it's Mr. T. No, uh, his name is Tamaris. Oh, what is it, Tamaris? Tamaris, yeah, and he's, and he's not a white guy either. The quarterback? Yeah, he's a bro. No way. Yeah, I watched the game. He is not. The quarterback for Tennessee is a white guy? No, he's not a white guy. I thought you said he was a white guy. He is a white guy. No, he's a black guy. He's a black guy. Oh, Everybody's man, calling in. No, he is a black guy. I'm thinking of the punter. That's right. I saw the punter at the end of the game, and I kept thinking he was the quarterback. I don't know why. I had a brain fart. I just got back from the track. I turned it on, <laughs> and I saw the punter. He was the only white guy in the whole goddamn field. Right. I just want to say. Oh, so he'd be a black guy? Yeah, he'd be a bro. Man. And his name is what? Tamaris. What? Well, well, Tamaris? Tamaris. As in, uh, how many Tamaris are we going to see? You got it. Okay, thanks a lot. All right. Okay, you be Bye. good about it. Uh, you, have a good, you be having a good day. What I say? See, now I can't see. I can't do my proper bubonics yet. It's only the 5th of January. After Martin Luther King's birthday, then I'll be able to do it right, okay? Isn't that the demarcation line? Uh, boy, can you imagine he's turning over in his grave with this bubonics crap? Uh, you didn't hear Martin Luther King doing no rhyming and jiving and uh, rapping and clapping and slapping, did you? Did you hear that? No. No way. Oh, so it's a, a brother, this uh, guy. says so Schwarzer is the quarterback. Oh, I, I thought it was a white southern guy with a bad name. I kept thinking that that punter who looked uh, almost human there. Especially for somebody from Tennessee. Ever been in Tennessee? I heard Hank a couple of weeks ago talking about his trip to Nashville. The people there are mugwumps. I know you think I'm exaggerating. They are mugwumps. They are not the same. They are not quite the same. They're like some of the people in Shelby, Montana, that have orange hair. Kind of like Bookshambi, although I'm not saying he's like from Shelby, Montana. But nevertheless, they have that color over here. Comic book hair colors, purple and orange and strange, like their nose is where their rectum is supposed to be, and one ear is where their mouth used to be. Very strange, like the product of centuries and centuries of incest and inbreeding is what they look like. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Their faces kind of like all shove off to one side. So when you see somebody who plays for Tennessee, you know he must have uh, been a recruit from out of state because he couldn't possibly be from, like, Knoxville or Nashville or any of the other places in Tennessee. That's a strange place, baby. Yeah, that's a strain. That's right upstream from Aintree, by the way. So anyway, thank God we got that straight. Now, what's your guy's name? Omar Tavares? Tamar Tavares? No, but there's a story about that, about how he how he be getting that name. That guy didn't have the story. I want the story behind the story. There's some nifty, uh, bizarre uh, deal there about how he got uh, some illiterate name, besides the fact being a brother. So what do you think about famous Anus? Was he uh, a brother or what, huh? Oh, you know it. Yeah, I, I do know it. Famous Anus. He made the best goddamn chocolate chip cookies. Next to those hot ones that they give you on the plane. I'm trying to think, is that American Airlines that gives you that for dessert? Yes. On some of the uh, shorter flights, or whatever flights, they give you like a, a nice hot chocolate chip cookie right out of the uh, oven. Mmm. With the chocolate chips like melting, you know. Oh, God. And this, and this Rodale guy, he croaked right on the air. So what the hell did he know about sugar? But he's right. He's right. You see, God works in mysterious ways. First of all, he gives you diarrhea, which, I mean, you know, what kind of a God is that? And secondly, he makes the things that taste good kill us because he's testing us again. That's right, to see if we have willpower. Well, how come he didn't give us more willpower if he's such a wonderful, loving, benevolent God, huh? Isn't that a good question? How come you didn't give us, how come you didn't make us creatures of tremendous strength and emotional will, you bastard? That's what we ought to be saying. We ought to be looking up in the sky, 
God, you bastard, you. And then put away our famous anus off to the side like that. Huh? Or we should just eat them and say, oh, God, that's good. Everything that's good, whether it's sex, whether it's sugar, whether it's... Oh, I got it. I'm telling you, there's one in here about a... This is too good to wait. Too good to wait. From J.J. Rodale, who croaked right on the ear. I got to find it right away, immediately, if not sooner. Some... Oh, here you go. Another example of criminals who were slaves to sugar are the cases of four women who were executed for murder in the state of California in the last 20 years or so. The most recent is Mrs. Elizabeth Duncan, who killed her pregnant daughter-in-law. Here again, a curious journalist, Eddie Joe Burnell, analyzed the character of these four women and found many similarities. These are his words in Los Angeles Herald-Examiner, August 12, 1962. All of them like desserts and sweets. All the women like candy and ice cream. Mrs. Spinelli ate ice cream and pie the night before she died. Mrs. Petey nibbled candy and offered a box of it to reporters and photographers the day before she was executed. Barbara Graham's last meal was a hot fudge sundae. Oh! All right. <laughs> it's a killer, baby. Doesn't that sound good? A hot fudge sundae. Not on vanilla, but like on fish food. Oh, God. Loaded with, like, whipped cream on top. No, loaded with fresh marshmallow on top. I mean, there's marshmallow inside of it already. <laughs> with fresh marshmallow and real, real rich, hot, hot fudge. Not like your ordinary, not out of a jar, but hot, hot fudge. Ladled right over the top. And maybe like a little butterscotch drizzle along the side with the banana. Now, we're really not talking about hot fudge. Now we're talking banana split, not hot fudge sundae. Ever get that really thick hot fudge? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Like oh, different man. consistencies. Can you imagine just, uh, you can just, you can feel your blood sugar just spiking Going up to 200, 300, 400. You can't, you can't even keep up with the goddamn needle. It's zooming up there so fast. Mm. You know how many, how many, it's been a coon's age since I've had a banana split? Not that, not that I'm going to have one, please. No way. I'm as fat as a cow. But uh, I'm, just, I'm just thinking about it. In fact, I, I'm telling you, that could be, we could do a tremendous service on this show. I mean, Rick can talk about the stock market, and I'll just talk about food. We won't eat it. We'll just talk about it. Like, like in fatso, huh? What's, what's wrong with that? <laughs> we'll just sit and we'll, we'll breathe hard like Oscar Lapidus. I like lunch and cookies. Yeah, me too. 21 before 11 at 560 WQM. Oh, a banana split. Mmm. Just sounds so damn good. With no vanilla ice cream in it, by the way. That's one thing about me. In the days when I used to buy a banana split, which I did, at, the, at a fountain, of course, like a fresh, you know, Skip the vanilla. Give me like two strawberries and one chocolate or two chocolates and one strawberry. No vanilla. I mean, if you're going to have something that's got all that good stuff in there, why waste it with something as bland, as boring, as puke-inducing as vanilla? I'll leave that to you guys. One moment, please. Where do you find Ed Kaplan? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's what's the notion in the basket. Scott had a bomb and took a hit and would he act like Cheech and Chong and get the munchies and make brownies filled with hash yes. and would he share it with Jesus and the saints no. those pious potheads and yeah yeah heart is great and yeah yeah Heart is good, yeah, 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 yeah. What is God's glory? 
Okay. God doesn't uh, smoke too much of that bad weed because then if he does, he's going to get the munchies. He's going to start eating all his uh, famous anus and all his sugar, and then he's going to go psychotic. And maybe his last meal will be a goddamn hot fudge sundae. Oh! What a way to go, huh? And I guarantee it won't be on vanilla ice cream. It'll be on Ben and Jerry's. Maybe it'll be on Heath Bar Crunch. That would be good. A hot fudge sundae on Heath Bar Crunch. Mmm. God. Yeah, I'm serious. Let's just talk about food every day. It's Neil, Neil's revolutionary new diet plan. We don't eat it. We just talk about it. And the food, too. Because J.J. Rodale, who's very dead, said before he died, if you wish to develop mentally, one of the worst foods you can eat is white sugar and white sugar products. boy, J.J. Always like that J.J. Bad hairdo, but not a bad guy. Widely misunderstood. There must be no candy. This is like the scene in Fatso where he's uh, sitting and uh, he comes out of the exam in the diet joint. And she's telling him, he starts to put the grape in his mouth or whatever he's picking off the fruit. And just as he, no grapes, no this, no that, and he like puts it down with a sour look on his puss, right? And goes home and cooks up the kale. Nice lasagna for you, kale and chicken for me. Oi, you know, you like bread. At any rate, there must be no candy, no ice cream, no soda pop, no cookies, cakes, and pastries generally. Item by item, you must route these foods out of your diet. When in doubt, route them out. In their place, substitute fruits and sweet vegetables like the sweet potato, carrots, beets, Etc. Oh, beets! Man, no wonder this guy's dead. No wonder he croaked right on the ear. Maybe this guy uh, had too many Jewish friends who were Russian friends. They were feeding him borscht, huh? You ever eat borscht? Good. Good move. In fact, I'd rather, I would rather eat flan than eat borscht, and I would rather die than eat flan. I don't know how you can tell me that you like flan. That is, it's the slimiest. It's like eating snot. It's like it's jello. jello. No, it would be taking jello and coating it with snot and then just, mmm, that's boy, is that good. syrup. Let me see. You again, had a bad flan yeah, experience. No, no, I have not. I've had flan all over the world, mister. They have flan all over the place, and it all tastes like slime. In Italy, my favorite, in Italy, they have flan. Huh? It's not my favorite Spanish dessert. But it is a that. Spanish. Now, sure. is it a Spanish dessert or a Cuban dessert? Spain, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, how like about arepas? You, you always try to pawn off stuff, and usually it's the good stuff, too, you know, like uh, the wicked weed. It's on other spicks, but the Cubans, uh, don't you have anything of your own besides beans? Yeah, we have the palomilla steak. I mean, all we you have, got is uh, basically beans and, uh, and that horse meat. That's bad that horse meat that we just mentioned, whatever, that palomino. A palomino is a horse. Palomino steak, which is a co- Cuban for horse meat, and you got beans, and you got Ileana Ross Leighton. That's all you got. All these chicken dishes you've never yeah, had. Yeah, chicken dishes from chickens that beef. you choked in the goddamn front yard. We're talking about civilized food here, Mister. We're not talking about the from fried bananas, which you also like. Fried banana. Yeah, right. In fact, that's what Ileana Ross likes to do with uh, what's his name, uh, Dexter, in her spare time. Yeah, and then cook him and have him for dinner. 
But at any rate, oh, she makes me sick. She, she makes me angry because I think every time I see her, I think of uh, Roseanne, Rosanna Dana, and I think what a shame it is that she's dead and this bitch is still alive. That's a sad, sad piece of news. Is that a hysterically funny lady who was married to Gene Wilder, by the way, who's also hysterically funny in his own bizarre way. She's dead, and this bitch is still alive. Gilda Radner, eat your heart out, okay, sweetheart? Or however that goes. Shame on you, Ileana Gross-Layton, you crazy, obnoxious, disgusting. And yesterday, of course, because they're actually going to let the little loosen up with Cuba just a little bit. She's a motor mouth bitch. Crazy motor mouth bitch. Probably eating too many of those Palomino steaks. Here's Miami. Hello. Um, Neil, first yes, call, enjoy your show. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how can I get the CDs. And um, I have another comment. I would like to thank the law enforcement for making my city, because I stay in Liberty City, so great by arresting Right, that's right. They got the little bow, baby. <laughs> you won't see little bow no more. No more. That's I right. I can walk the city straight and leave my doors open now. That'll teach him to go to West Palm Beach, right? Yep. Can I get a CD? So can you get information how to get it? Can you get what? They're, they're all gone. They're history. Oh, I'll okay. give you the number you might call if they still got them. It's 954 563 3600. All right, no, let it show. Okay, thanks. There you go. Yeah, little Bowie. You won't see him no more. Let's hear it. Oh. Got little Bowie. He was at a motel in West Palm. Nice hot out there, little Bo. And they looked in there. If they looked through the crack in the door, would that be a little Bo peep? Is that what that would be? And uh, there he was inside. He said, okay, come with us, little Bo. Won't see him no more. That's good. Get that scumbag off the streets, okay? And let us go back to the usual civilized place <laughs> Miami is famous for being. We won't kill quite so many. Oh, and by the way, you know, I was going to say this for later, but the timing since he brings up little Bo. One of the most unbelievable, and it's only a coincidence, if you have the Herald, if you don't have the Herald, rush out and steal it, okay? Page 10A in this morning's Herald, World and National News. Now, it just so happens that they continue on page 10, a story that's on the front page about this kid on the turnpike that got hit by a stray bullet. 19-year-old Vladimir Saint was hit by a bullet between Oakland Park and Sunrise Boulevard on the turnpike. Just, you know, driving along, singing a song, bada-bing, you know, there you go. Talking to South Florida, Vladimir. And the second part of that article is on this page, and right above and alongside are two amazing articles, and it shows a uh, wounded Israeli settler on a stretcher wheeled into Jerusalem Hospital Monday after gunmen fired on a van in Hebron. And here's the story. Two Jewish settlers wounded in ambush in the West Bank, and then underneath bullet grazes teen headed home on the turnpike. And then off to the left, Israel to deport 11 U.S. cultists. Three others held until the probe ends. These are those crazy wackos that were trying to bring on Armageddon by... Exactly. Israel ordered 11 members of the doomsday cult deported to the United States, and police said Monday they suspected three others of plotting to commit violence in Jerusalem. Police arrested 14 members of the concerned Christians on Sunday and said the Denver-based group hoped that bloodshed at holy sites would trigger the second coming of Jesus. Don't they know trigger is dead? The second coming of Jesus and that Armageddon and the Bible says will follow, etc. and so on. So what we got are a bunch of crazy people with guns. We got them in Israel. We got them on the turnpike. And... See, I was going to say the only piece of desert worth fighting over is Vegas, which I've always used that line about what a piece of crap Israel is. But all these crazy religionists, the Arabs and the Jews and the Goyim, oh, it's Jerusalem, it's the Holy Land. Yeah, blow it out, blow, you know, blow it out your ass. However, the only problem being, well, this wasn't in Vegas, but it was in Nevada. Because, well, I think there's only one way to... Come on, let's go with this thing already. We don't have all day. One thing, a way to sum it up. That's the American fucking way. Sniper shoots motorist along Nevada Highway. They don't want to be left out. Reno, Nevada. A man was shot in the chest on Monday by a sniper targeting traffic on Interstate 80. 
see in Sicily, they just had another one over the weekend where they had a big shooting at a restaurant there, the mob. And, of course, they were a little uh, more careless than usual. They were just pissed off so much they didn't care who was in the world. out of our way, okay? But in America, it's like, uh, hey, if you happen to be on the turnpike or, like, if you happen to be on uh, I-80 and we decide that's the time, three other vehicles were hit by gunfire, forcing the closure of the highway from the outskirts of Reno to the California state line. The wounded man was able to drive several miles to a fire station. He was hospitalized with a wound that police said was not life-threatening. Thank uh, God for that. There you go. Crazy people with guns. You see, you can argue the theoretics of the gun thing all you want, you know. You can argue, uh, you know, about the rights, just like in that book that I love, that I've been reading from uh, about all our rights being taken away. But the only problem is that the emotional maturity level of the average American uh, person is like about a five-year-old. And then when also you put guns in the hands of lunatics, like the uh, hysterical Jews and Arabs who are out there to kill each other on the West Bank, then it's, it's the same thing because they're pissed off and fired up. And when you put guns in the hands of people that are pissed off and fired up, they have a tendency to use them. Here's uh, Boca. Hello. Mobile in Boca. You be there? They waited 17 minutes and 50-some seconds, and they'd be gone. Well, I can't imagine why they did that. <laughs> we have an open line at Broward, 5670560, especially when we'd be paying for it. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here, in fact, I think what we ought to do is have a, a big celebration noon today. Let's just string up a little bow and, uh, and uh, oh, oh. City, huh? There you go. Let's string him up, just like they did with Mussolini there in Italy at the end of World War II. String his ass up there. Oh. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I got the lowdown on uh, T. Martin's name. For yeah, you. T. Now, what, what, what that name be, T? Okay. His father's name is Maurice, and yeah. when he was conceived, his mother, as a gesture to his father, wanted to name to Maurice. So instead of when they uh, registered a name, instead of being two, it's Ta. So therefore, the name Ta Maurice, um, whatever his last name is. Yeah. So th that's a lowdown on the name. Instead of two, it was Ta? Right. The the records keeper at the hospital, instead of writing Could two, Maurice. Couldn't spell Maurice. two. Pardon me? Couldn't right, exactly. spell two. Well, there's our uh, American money going to what, the education, you know what I'm saying? Was that, uh, that was after Orangelo and Lamangelo, or was that uh, just before that? I have no idea, but um, I guess I wasn't there. Two, two. Now, what is it again? His name is T. I mean, the father's name was Maurice? Right. And when he was conceived as a gift to the father, the mother wanted to give, present the father with a gift. So instead of naming Maurice, he named him To Maurice, which is his father's name. To Maurice. Right, To Maurice. Tumi. And so maybe his name was Toomer. Maybe he was in that great Santini movie. His name was t t t t Toomer. Well, I don't know. Or maybe he's just got a t t t Toomer. You never know. Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's, everybody has their own. Everybody's got their thing. You're right. Exactly. No, I think I'll leave his alone. Okay, thanks for the good news. Okay, sir. Okay. There you go. He'd be Toomey. To, to, time, now, do, you, do we understand what he just said? No. But, uh, you know, he's got the load on him, but I'm still trying to uh, put the two by the T by the Maurice. I don't get it. We have, I remember Maurice Williams in the Zodiacs. Remember that? Yeah. We have an open line at Dade 1 at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Good morning, Neil. Buenos nice to you. How are you, sir? Great. Happy New Year. Happy belated anniversary, sir. Thank you. Uh, Neil, reference to Cuban food, man. Um... Uh, George has got to take you out somewhere. And, no. I mean, forget about frijoles and all that crap, man. Frijoles? That's, uh, isn't that Mexican? Mexican, no, but like I said, forget about that. I mean, a nice... I do like Taco Bell, though. Mm. Oh, come on, that's not Cuba. I mean, Cuba. You don't like Taco Bell? Come on. Yeah, I'll A nice burrito a... supreme with no <laughs> beans? When I have the killer munchies, I go there. There you go. <laughs> anyway, Neil, no, really. Like George was saying, arroz con pollo, 
Arroz con pollo. Oh, I've had too much chicken. I don't want to want to see another chicken. Rabo encendido. What is it? Rabo what? Rabo encendido. Oxtail. Oh, oxtail. See what I'm talking about? These bizarre animal things. Next, you're going to be telling me about tongue. Ayaco. Shredded beef. I've seen a Cuban tongue beef, too. Yeah. Bagafrita. Bagafrita. God, I can't even say these things, much less digest them. And as far as desserts, flan is probably one of the best desserts ever made. You like flan? flan. Dude, that's not flan. I mean, that, it takes... you, know, you know something? He's right. This guy just hit on the answer. It is phlegm. That's the Hispanic way of saying phlegm is flan. You're right. Thank you, sir. Absolutely correct. Have a great day. How do you like that? <laughs> flan is phlegm in Espanol. Seriously, it, it tastes like snot. I, there's no, I know it's tasteless to say that, but there's no other way to It looks like snot. It's the consistency. It's slimy like snot. You think it's delicious, but once you taste it, it's snot. In fact, so we, were, we were in a restaurant in Bologna, and they had, what the hell do they call that? The Italians make a version of that, too, a custard that's like flan. It, it is flan, but the Italians call it something else. And uh, it was flan, and it was slimy, and it tasted like uh, puke and like snot, and uh, it sucked. The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Hi, this is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. Come on, everybody. Don't look here, man. We gonna play a game. Say what? We be flipping shit around. Flip that and he finally be the name. Yo, what you talking about? You take a funky dope word. boy. And bust some skills to make it round. Gotta bust some skills. Check out what I've been kicking. What you talking about? You have it down in old town. Show up. Jesus. Jesus. Let me do homie. Oh, homie. Oh, this be Anthony. Anthony. Who that ho? You be voting. Now try your luck with Buck. Buck. Hundreds marched on police headquarters on Monday in Riverside, California, to protest the police shooting of a black teenager shot 12 times while sitting in a car with a flat tire. You're all familiar with the story, of course. Relatives of the young woman demanded a federal investigation. Taisha Miller, 19, was killed on December 28th. Officers called to the scene by relatives about 2 in the morning, said they found her sitting in the car at a gas station parking lot, a gun in her lap. Its doors were locked, the windows rolled up, and the engine was running. Police said she didn't respond until officers broke a window to get her gun. She was shot when she grabbed the weapon... They said. Okay, there's that story. They said. So how about if I opened up the uh, bag of famous Amos and I just... Oh, what? And I just sniffed it. Huh? I mean, sometimes there are things that are really very good and you just want to sniff them. You don't want to put them in your mouth because they might be bad for you. But you want to sniff them first. 
Well, no, it's serious. Like, like my, now, my dogs, the big dog, the golden retriever, if I put like a little something on the end of my finger that I'm eating for him, he'll eat it immediately. No questions asked. He knows if it's good enough for me, it's good enough for him. The little dog, being a sneaky, antisocial little piece of crap, the miniature pincher, he will sniff it first to see if it's up to his standards. No, that's right. He will sniff it. And I think to my well, screw you, you little piece of crap. Yeah. He's got to sniff it first to see if it's, uh, you know, okay, uh, okay according to uh, his particular uh, taste, buds. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Throw the cookies away. No, I Don't haven't opened it. them. I'm sitting here. I'm oh, testing my willpower. Them. All right, to the uh, tomorrow's thing. The what? Tomorrow? Uh, that, yeah. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. That kid, that black quarterback. See, it, it wasn't the putter either. It was the place kicker. It was when they were kicking the field right. goal and made it like 17 to 9. And they showed the place kicker, and I thought he was the quarterback because I just came in and turned the TV on. I thought, oh, my God, it's a white quarterback in Tennessee. But it was I was wrong. Well, I fell asleep watching the game. But uh, anyway, before the show, uh, before the game, uh, they said what that guy said about him being born. Yeah. And the mother he wanted wasn't to say, born? When the baby was, that little black kid was born, they wanted to call him, she wanted to say to Morris, but the person who wrote out the birth certificate was illiterate, so instead of writing T-O-O, they wrote T-E-E. But, but wait a minute, what kind of a name would that be anyway? What, what, do you mean, what do you mean the guy writing it out was illiterate? What was she if she's going to name him to Morris? In other words, instead of like Morris Jr. or Morris the second or the third, right. it's like to Morris? It could have been for Morris, you know, either way. Uh, you're talking Not about stupid names. What about Jeb? I mean, can you think of a more idiotic name than that? No. Rednecky? Yeah. And Rick and Suds, I, I listened this morning because I love Suds. I mean, Rick and Suds. Yeah. And we love Rick. What I did I get? It. The stock market? Yeah, he, he, he's obsessed with that stock market thing. Let Seriously, me I mean, I, I have made my dedication. I'm going to promote the hell out of them because I, I, they're good guys. I want to see them make it. They'll get no promotion from Clear Channel. They're on the verge of getting screwed over badly. But if he doesn't stop the upset, like every two seconds with a goddamn stock and fair value is this. Well, nobody cares about that stuff. He's trying to impress us with what a goddamn stock maven he is. Nobody cares. We don't. When you think of Rick Riley, the last thing in the world you think of is the stock market. Let me tell you his death nil. Gilbert, yeah. you talk about reaching for a dial. Yeah, well, Gilbert, and then he's got that adequate Dave, which he had on there for the last 10 minutes today. And now, now what he's going to do, and I hate to say this because I really want to promote the hell out of them, but now he's going to do a stuttering John ripoff, and he's going to send Gilbert and this guy out to do the politician, and he's going to do an exact stuttering John ripoff, and uh, that's, that's sad. You he know. was using adequate Dave before Christmas, and it's uh, Congress right. listening to him. Now, as far as Cuban food, yes. how George take it a lot in America? And if they're as good as they used to be, and my favorite Cuban food is chicharrones. Chicharrones? There, it's. I just give you a big thumbs up. Now, what is that? Deep fried pork. Is that like chicharrones? Deep fried pork skin. It is unbelievable. Deep fried pork skin. I mean, it didn't kill you, mm -hmm. but it's fantastic. Yeah. It is fantastic. Now, do they remove the smegma first before they put it in the uh, in the batter? <laughs> and you, that one guy said it right. Flim flan looks like phlegm. It is. And the black guy, that, little bow. Let me tell you something. They don't have room in prison for a piece of crap like that. Yeah, I think yeah, on the street let's, let's, tomorrow. Uh, hang, let's stone them to death in Liberty City right at noon today, okay? Hey, Everybody have a big parade. We'll have a party. They got too many guys with weed and stuff in prison. They don't. They have no room for a guy like let's that. Let's just say goodbye to little Schmo. And you're and in prison they don't have toilet seats. Okay. Later, Neil. Okay, look, that's little Schmo. We don't want Schmo Griffin to get upset. We don't want to do nothing to her yet. Okay, we have two open lines, and not until we get up on the third floor and we're off there together. Then there will probably be a lot of hostility. Although we had no problem with them when they were down here, except uh, when every now and then Kid Curry would go off and get psychotic. Although we had no problem with them either, was the uh, TV people. Well, you notice how much better the show is going and how much uh, better we feel. And, uh, you know, this isn't a rationalization. This is a fact. I said it as soon as they got out of here, like the next day. It's like we were prisoners of whammy. For, for what? 
to be made fools out of for, for uh, a no-effort, horseball, nonsense bunch of crap. And what you'll notice, like I said, never got in touch with us to tell us when it was going to go off. I had to read about it in the goddamn newspaper. As if it made a difference, which it did not. But uh, just to give an idea of the kind of great relationship. Well, it's all your fault, Neil. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was the one responsible for all the technical screw-ups in the beginning. The fact they couldn't get the picture on, then they couldn't get the audio up. They had that big hum job on there. Two open lines in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. How's it going? Great. Uh, Neil, I was just going to ask you something first. You, you're, are you familiar with uh, the area by the Rascal House anymore? Or? No. Uh, okay, because they still, they have this uh, casino over there. I don't know. How could they have a... I was curious to know. They had some casino. What do you mean they have a casino? They, there are no casinos in Florida. I, 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 I understand that. A, I understand. It says casino. It has like big neon lights. It says casino. Yeah. And I never bothered to look in, which I should. But I did see slot machines in the front. I don't know if it's like those seminal Indian gaming type things or. Now exactly where is this? It's by it's the Rascal right House. Right across the street from the Rascal House. Oi! Right, yeah. yeah. Like, right, right to the left of the Rascal House. Oi! They have, they have this thing that says casino. I don't. I don't know what. Well, know. I'm sure that one of our astute uh, illegal gamblers out there yeah, would know the answer. Yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe the, the humper knows something about it. Um, also, Neil, I just wanted to concur with you about uh, Mandich. Yeah. The best. He's great. He really is. This guy, that, that really pissed me off. I mean, ordinarily, I know these callers, they pull all kinds of crap, and they try to, you know, d d create contrived controversy. But this asshole calls Maddich yesterday, making up stuff that I... First of all, the only guy I ever called little uh, dog was Joe Rose's the little dog, not Maddich. The little poodle, the little dog, whatever you want. With, you know, Gap Tooth, um, Gap Tooth Jr. <laughs> but uh, Jim Maddich is a great entertainer. He's hysterical. He, he had me laughing, peeing in my pants laughing at a couple of lines he came up with yesterday. I'll tell you, even on TV, even he, he has to act a fool sometimes, even on that channel, like that Ask, ask Maddich or whatever it yeah. is. But, uh, I mean, like you say, the, the funniest. Definitely, definitely a talented guy. Definitely has a good sense of humor about it. Well, all right. All right. Well, take it easy, Neil. Okay, pal. Thanks for the good news. Okay, he said it uh, tastes like phlegm, okay? If we have anybody who likes flan in this audience, okay, your taste is in your... Correct, That's all I want to say. It is a tough thing to get right. It's what? I've had bad flan. It's a tough thing to get right. Flan. There's no such thing as right. It's believe me, in Italy. I mean, are there any better cooks anywhere in the world than in Italy? No. In a very, very fine Italian restaurant in Bologna, which is known for their outstanding cuisine. Okay, great meal for dessert. Uh, they had something. Again, I wish the hell I knew. Maybe if we had some real Italians out there, all these different recipes. What? Like my cousin makes it with cream cheese, and it's really firm. There's all these different flan recipes. The problem isn't the filling. You don't understand. It's not the filling. It's the syrup. It's the syrup and the whatever it's you... It's just syrup that they pour but over it. But it's, but it's gelled syrup, and it's like it's slimy, and it's like snot. You look at it, and it looks really rich and delicious, and you think it's going to be great, and it's not. So you don't like jello either? I like. Uh, do I like Jello? I mean, I, I can handle it. Like when I was doing the Atkins, I was doing that. No, it's not. It's a gelatinized pudding. But it's Jello isn't slimy. Unless you blow your nose into it, Jello isn't slimy. If you put whipped cream on it, it is. No, no, it's not. If you put whipped cream on it, it's delicious. Right. In fact, if you just uh, scoop the Jello out and throw it away and just fill up the whole thing with whipped cream, then it's really good. What's wrong with that? What is wrong with that? In fact, I could take one of those big containers of Ready Whip, some of which have like virtually no carbs, by the way, if you look at the labels carefully, and just, I know I'm the only one in the world gross enough to admit there to doing this. Huh? Tip it upside down and just... Flip that little hose on the end. Huh? 
And if you do it right side up, you get a whip it. Oh, I just suck it right out of the uh, nozzle. Ever suck it right out of the nozzle? Yes. I'll bet. 1109 at 560 WQ. I'm have a couple open lines in Dade County if you care to join us this morning. Our topic today, which is uh, worse, Gilbert or uh, what's, what do they call him? It's a good idea by uh, Ad- Inadequate Dave or whatever. Oh, God. But I'm not going to interfere, okay, because it could be worse. It could be. John and Mike, uh, blow. It could be them. Just like that, I was coming stupid. Yes! Yes! You've tried the breath freshening tablets that give you minty cool breath all day long. Get out of my way, you old hag! Oh, what nice breath you have, Gary! Now, from the same genius company, comes the next logical step in personal hygiene. It's the Sweet Gas Aroma Sweetener. You guessed it, it's the world's first suppository designed to quell your smell. So, I was thinking, if we could. Oh, damn it! Why did you... Hey, hey, that smells pretty good. Do it again. Hey, everyone, come here. This is great. Come here. Take a whiff of Daniel's ass. The Sweet Gas Aroma Sweetener in suppository form. And look for the new bidet system coming soon. I'll tell you one thing. I'd rather sniff that guy's uh, rectum than eat flan. Seriously. I mean, it's just, you're never going to sell me on that, okay? It's grotesque. I'm not trying. And it's an indication. I mean, people who eat that and say that they're enjoying it, people have really crappy taste. But anyway... Dade County lines are wide open. Speaking of people with really bad taste, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Well, they're probably still uh, at that big bash for the Jebster, you know. They're they're whooping it up. Oh. They're shooting the guns off up in the air oh. at each other. Here's a uh, mobile in Weston. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I'd like to uh, send an open uh, letter as a hockey fan for thirty years and a season ticket holder for the Panthers to. Uh, Heisinger and to Vancouver. Please take any four yeah, okay, players. Well, go ahead and do it. Send a letter. We have an open line in uh, Broward and two in Dave. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Did the Panthers play a game last night? No. Anything going on with them other than they're like ten points behind Carolina? No. And eight points behind uh, Ottawa? No. Okay. Just thought I'd check. When something happens, let us know. Okay, sir. In the meantime, go Leafs, go. Oh! All right. Unbelievable. Okay, we got 600 open lines. Not even 11:30 yet, and we're already like up against it. They're out of material. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. No wonder Rick and Putt are like uh, sending guys out and going to start making calls out. Here's a lady mobile in North Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hey, first time caller, Neil. Great. The other day I was listening to you talk about the bad service at Winn Dixie and Publix, and I couldn't wait to call, but I couldn't get through. Anyway, I have a story about a bad service bad service at Burdine. My husband went last week to pick up a piece of furniture because they were going to charge us like 50 bucks to pick up a little end table. Mm-hmm. He gets there at 8.30. This place opens up at 9 o'clock. As soon as they open up, he gives his little receipt to the, to the lady. She gives it to the guy who's supposed to get it. He's waiting. 9.30 rolls around. 9.45. Where'd the guy go? He went on break at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You don't think that's wrong? Meaning what? Well, how do you know what time he started? Maybe he started at five o'clock in the morning. What do you mean? Do I think it's wrong? I don't know. I don't the place understand. Place opens up at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. They open up at nine o'clock. You, but maybe you, they were you know like the doing stuff. They, maybe they were doing each other or something. I don't know. They, they must have been doing each other. Well, they, they have to take a lot of breaks. They're under a lot of stress. Don't you understand? They be breaking it. To pick up furniture, that's a lot of stress. Yeah. I don't think so. Well, I think I'm at just... nine o'clock in the morning, if you show up, you should get what you want. Yeah. And. That's my point. It's a bad story of bad service in South Florida. Well, welcome to America. No, welcome to South Florida. No, welcome to America. It's uh, Other than Vegas, it's the same every place. Okay. Anyway, the way you say flan is flan. Flan? 
you got to get a good loogie going. Okay, have a great day. Okay, now see, would you want her uh, coming to your store like at 9 o'clock in the morning to start your day? No. no. I don't think so. I don't want to hear any more bitching on this show. I want people to be nice like me. We have, well, just because I don't like flan, Mister, don't start giving me a look, okay? It, it's crap. I could give a crap. This, 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 yeah, like well, you I'm could take loogie. one. It would taste just like flan. This isn't debatable, okay? It's like it's like uh, custard diarrhea is what it's like. It, it, glazed custard diarrhea is flan. Oh Jesus, that's somebody's idea of a, a great dessert, a way to cap off a great meal. Ma- maybe maybe it, maybe it has something to do with it. Maybe the idea of it's being so gelatinous like that is a helpful way to speed the digestion and kind of like push it through the system. You know what I'm talking about? I order a nice tres leches or a rice pudding. Yeah. Because one thing I've always heard about flan... It'll make you sh- We have two open lines in Dade, 5670560 and Palm 560 on the mobile one line. So what have we got? We got flan, we got palomino horse meat, and then we got, I forget what the other one was, oh, arroz con pollo, which is uh, more uh, chicken that they choked in the front yard while they were doing their voodoo thing. Menu is full of the stuff that you would have no idea about because you're a... Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I heard you mention yesterday in passing... I couldn't get back to you about uh, some radio station that Gloves 94 simulcasting. In Palm Beach, yeah. Yeah, I just thought I'd let you know the background of that in case somebody hasn't told you. It used to be an oldie station. Yeah. And then they moved the oldie station to 105.5. And for two weeks, and I'm not kidding you, two solid weeks they played a promo that lasted maybe 30 seconds with the background of hammers and nails. They were building you a new radio station that you were going to just love. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, then that you were going to just love ninety four. Exactly, mm-hmm. but but they're building the station. In other words, they're constructing it from the ground up. And then when they finally put on gloves ninety four, I said, "Wait a minute!" You know, I called them. I said, "How do you how are you constructing? I know you're not building it from the ground up, but you're maybe making a new studio or something. No. How are you putting this promo, this idiotic promo, on for two solid weeks and then just simulcast another radio station?" Yeah, and they said. And they said, well, 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 I'll let you speak to this guy and this guy and this guy. And it was, he just said nothing. They said nothing. It was just See, they don't, don't, you're missing the point. They don't care. Don't you understand? They don't care. They're not interested whether you like it or not because it's uh, cheap. That's the American fucking way. That's the, clear, that's the clear channel way. They just open up a pot and they throw something on the air and they do it on 5,000 stations at the same time and their stock keeps going up and up because they keep raking in the bucks even without any ratings because they own every goddamn station in every major market. So what difference does it make? They don't care whether you like it or not. Yeah, but why, why do they have to go for two weeks with a, with a hammer and a because they're, because Why does anybody lie to you? Why, why when you see the infomercials on TV do they have some old fart telling you you're going to live to be 200 if you get the goddamn juicy machine? you believe him? you believe any of this crap? No. No, because they're, they're, they're sucking you in. That's why. Right. Well, they sucked me right out. Job. <laughs> they sucked me out. Well, don't get sucked out again, and have a great day. We have an open line in the Broward 2 and Dade, 5670560. Should I open the famous anus and sniff it a little bit? No. Come on, should I just crack? Yeah, I'm going to open it up. What? I'm going to show you what real willpower is all about, okay? In fact, uh, I can see your willpower. Meaning, what does that mean? You're wearing it over the front of your belt. <laughs> Now I got flan cookies. I just, yeah, I just, oh, look at that. Yeah, see, these don't even, are these like stale or something? They've been sitting out there for a long time? No, those are fresh. That's what they've been for a while. Mm. You haven't bought them in years, I'll bet. Famous anus. You're, first of all, let me just tell you something, okay? Why, why would I even pick these up? If I have, I've had more famous anus than you can ever shake your uh, flan at, okay, mister? In many hotels, in most hotels in this country, by the way, 
in in places where they have like a little mini bar that's stocked with like uh, beverages, a couple of beers, a couple of sodas, and then they have candy and stuff. All of them have famous anus. Just this exactly same package, identical that I have in my hand right now. Those are pretty crappy. So just because you stay in such outstanding places as North Carolina and like the Butte, Montana, wherever the hell it is, and you don't go like to uh, hotels because you're a schlepper and you can't afford to stay in a place where they have a mini bar and they have famous anus, don't assume that I haven't had no famous anus. Hey, I stayed at the Ritz-Carlton in Chicago. I've seen lots of anus, okay, in my time. And I'll leave it to you. But at any rate, oh, it does smell good. Doesn't it? Now, am I convincing myself? What? Hard and crunchy. They were... Dry. No, they're not. They're great. Don't, now, don't don't try to tell me that these aren't good. I'm not eating them. It is. You see, it is open. You're a witness. It is open. And I'm, I actually have my nose not close to them. I have my nose on them. I have my nose actually touching the cookies. Oh, Inhaling God. Cookie like dog. I said, they look pretty good, but that's not. Huh? Yeah, I just snotted on them. To try and, now, would that discourage me from eating them? No. I mean, why the hell should it's my own snot? Why should it bother me, huh? Uh, I'm just, I'm going to, see, that was a bad move, opening those up. That was a very, very unwise move on my part. But I'm not touching them. Okay, let's move right along. We'll get a lot of help from the audience on this, right? Here's a uh, mobile in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. How yes, sir. Same to you. Listen, those slot machine uh, comments that the man had before. Over by the is, rascal? Oh, yes, hey. there is such a thing. I was there Sunday afternoon. They have about 50 slot machines, the old-fashioned ones, and yeah. they use tokens. You purchase tokens, Maybe token, and, yeah. and whenever you win, you can purchase jewelry that yeah. they have on the counter. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, so it's, it's just a scam is what you're talking about. Of course about. it is. And then they said if you want to redeem it for cash, you can go to one of the new cruises that they're going to have. Yeah, the there site. you go. Oh, it's another one of those cruise scam deals, right. Right. And that's basically, but they are real slot machines. The old fashioned ones. those damn places. And they have a video poker and everything else there. <laughs> yeah. So it is real. Oh, it, did you say Israel? Yeah, just yeah, I'm building a casino there myself. It's going to be called the Bay Casino. Have a great day, pal. Thanks for the Thank good you. news. Okay, see you at the rest of We have Dade County lines wide open again, all three of them, man. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. They're upset because I ripped the sports nerds. That's what, and I don't really care. I don't apologize. Do I apologize for that? No. No way. Hey, who do you think the Dolphins are going to be drafted? I'm telling you, man, round those people up. We got little Schmo taken care of. We got him put away. Now let's round those people up because they're dangerous. Those people are dangerous not only to us but to themselves. Here's the Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. You're talking about, I guess, these people, uh, these idiot help people with, like, stores and stuff like that? Was that what that let you was talking about before? Help people with sores? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I hope not. Sores and stores? Yeah, stores and stores. Well, she said she was sore about it. That was Okay, right. but, you know, no, you're going to love this one, okay? My mother goes to, before Christmas to buy bathrobes for, for her mother and her daughter. Yeah. Okay? So she goes and she buys them and they price full price form and everything. Goes to take them back yesterday to Upton, okay? They're on sale for 50% off, but when she bought them, she bought them buy one, get one free. So pretty much the same as 50%. Yeah, sounds like it to me. Right? She goes to return it yesterday, she go, and the lady says, no, you need to bring back both of them for me to give you back your money. And she said, well, isn't it 50% off? Isn't it the same thing? No, it's not the same thing. So you know what she did? She bought another one. She's returning both of them, so she's going to make money on them. She bought another one? She's going to buy another one, and she's going to get the other one. What she's going to do is she's going to wait for it oh, to go in cheaper. Yeah. She's going to take the receipts, and she's going to make money on them because they're a bunch of idiots. Great. Excellent. So, you know, I take shove it up their butts, you know, and stuff like that. But uh, They can shove it up their butt and stuff like that, right. Exactly. So, um, anyway, um, you know, I'm a Seminole fan, you know, kind of sad, but, you know, 
Oh, well, Bobby, you know. Yeah, life goes on, okay? You know. There's plenty of more rednecks where he came from. You Have know. a great year, pal. Get out of here. We have an open line in Broward, all three in date, as we're coming to a precious so halt here, man. We're going to have to start sending Gilbert out. Let's take a poll on that. Should we start? Yeah, let's uh, start Friday. sending Gilbert out. No. Come on. What do you think? Yeah, but, but, yeah, by Thursday, it'll be better. Thursday? What's wrong with tomorrow? Well, because it'll be better if I get a little, uh, rid of this, uh, close. Oh, you saw Yeah, we're going to send Gilbert out and find people for us to talk to, because these callers are, uh, revolting again, man. They're on strike. Dade County, all those three lines. We're back on this day jag again. I think they're pissed off and dead because I knocked Flan. Now they're all of a sudden, no, no, seriously, they get very uptight about that. They just don't want to admit that their cuisine sucks, okay? I mean, they could be very nice people, and they're not responsible for Ileana Gross-Leighton, but nevertheless, and they don't all love Jeb Bush, do they? Do they all love Jeb Bush? Yeah. No, just most. But, I mean, uh, you know, don't take it out on me because you got crappy taste. Five six seven oh five sixty and Palm 560 on a mobile one line. How's that Palomino steak doing, by the way? I think he was in the fourth race at Pompino last night. By the way, Fat Rich is in the hospital. His knee's all busted up. What? Well, I got too many people in the hospital these days. Norm Kent's in the hospital. Fat Rich is in the hospital. The way I felt yesterday, I thought my doctor was going to put me in the hospital. He looked at me and said, hey, you're fine. I said, you know what? You're right. I'm not 100%. I got a little a little uh, flush. Roger Scott. I shop and get into the cashier line. I'm stuck behind an old bag almost every time. Wearing my black suit sheer for the same good eyes. And parting in line. Parting in line. Parting in line. Parting in line. He's farting in line. Farting in line. Farting in line. Farting in line. Writing out a check as she's farting away. But they won't accept checks from the bank of Bombay. So she scours her change first for pennies or coupons and dimes. Young people out there who don't have too much experience with this. You're standing online like at the express checkout at public, and all of a sudden you like <laughs> control yourself, okay? Cut a little cheese. Silent, of course, so that nobody can really detect for sure, but it's crowded. There's a big line, okay? Or you're in a crowded elevator, and you, of course, have a little bit of a problem, but silent, they can't really be sure. And the way you react immediately is you start looking around with a sour look on your face, like, who the hell did that? Because I've done that. Oh, yeah, I've done that at Publix, like had real bad, I mean nasty, I mean the worst, and the air is just seeping, the every, every pore of your body is just uh, loaded with the aroma. 
and the other people are just ready. They're gagging and ready to pass out. And you start looking around like the only time it doesn't work is when there's only two of you, like I'm lying or in the elevator, because I hate to break the news to you. The other person knows they didn't do it, okay? I know that comes as a great shock, but when you start looking at them like, nah, it's, it ain't going to work, pal. I didn't do it. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi, this is Mary D. from Fort Lauderdale. Yes, ma'am. Uh, long-time listener, uh, one-time caller, but I yeah. had to get you on the flang, Neil. On the flang? Yeah, because the, the flang is very good. Uh, what is it, flang? Flang. F-L-A-N. It's excellent. Flang? If, you, if it's cooked with, uh, with the I rice. I had flang on a plane. <laughs> and then I started doing it online. It's excellent if it's done properly. It's not slimy. It's oh, got a delicious caramel. How can it not be slimy by its very nature? The the definition, it's like... Uh, oh, but it's not, though. Neil, if you have the proper one and it's done right, it is excellent. I'm married yeah. to a, 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 a Cuban that is plane? D.C., and I'm telling you, it's excellent. He's it's, what? He's ACDC? Oh, he's he's a mixture of everything, but he's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that. So, in and other words, he makes a good flame. Yes, he does. Okay, well, listen, tell him to uh, teach you how to pronounce it, and you'll really enjoy it. Okay. Okay, have a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. She likes her flame. The flame in Spain. Well, I can't believe it, the people that show up here. You remember him? Yes, I remember him from back before he was married with a child. Isn't that amazing? How these strange people just kind of wander in here. We have an open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, oh, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here and didn't, did we see Rick and Suds yet this morning? By the way, no. Just stop by and shake our hand and say thanks for all the free publicity and plug in our show. Even though uh, we're desperate and uh, relying on uh, on the the debatable uh, Dave and uh, Gilbert, did we see them yet? No. Nice going, guys. Well, they're not anywhere near here. I thought they were just down the street. They must still be up there in Hollywood. Well, maybe they're going to stop at George's house and have lunch with Crystal. Here's North Miami. Hello. Yeah, hi. Or maybe they'll just go to Tampa and have lunch at Crystal. Yes, sir. Oh, good morning. How are you? Great. And happy new year to you. And the same to you. Oh, uh, listen, my wife and I um, are looking to adopt a dog, Neil. Yeah. And uh, what would uh, what would you uh, recommend a shelter or a uh, breeder, Neil? A sheltie? No, a shelter or a breeder. A breeder? Yeah. I would say a, a shelter. Uh, well. What do you uh, want to go to a breeder for, unless you want to pay a lot of money? Yeah. Go to a shelter. Oh, I see. But uh, I mean, can you recommend any Indian? Any can I recommend what? Can I recommend what? Well, I mean, can you recommend any leading shelters? Any leading animal shelters? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I would go to the uh, lead. It's called the leading animal shelter. Get out of here, okay? And don't do it. There isn't a dog in the world that deserves you, okay? Don't do it. Get yourself a nice putty cat, okay? Get yourself a snake, a serpent, or a little kitty cat. A cobra would be good. Get out of here. Can you believe that? I mean, oh, and by the way, I, I hate to, I don't want to get sour, but I was listening to a thing on the radio the other night. I have no idea what station it was even on. I was punching around frantically looking for something other than a gambling show. And they were talking about, again, this Greyhound thing. Now, I realize that we do have, uh, you know, you're always reluctant to get into this because uh, the dog track people, which basically flag over in Hollywood Greyhound. Is there anybody else left? I mean, no. this game's out of business, so we don't have to worry about Ken Malden losing the job because everybody did. Ken Malden's another great guy, by the way. Oh! We're proud to have Ken Malden on this radio station. Even though he is 150 years old, he's a great guy. But at any rate, uh, they were talking about all the dogs, that uh, about the the breeding that goes on and the uh, dog rate. And I've, I've, I've been talking about this for 20 years. I've had pros and cons. And back when I used to do those boring topics, we used to have shows on this and the animal lovers. See, because I happen to be a dog lover, as you know. 
And the idea that they're breeding these dogs like zillions at a time, and then they're gassing them if they're not fast enough to run or they get too old, this is a scandalous thing. And, of course, the dog track people deny it like, uh, oh, yeah, well, we try to find them all a good home. Well, do you find them a good home? No. Do you gas uh, like thousands of them yes. every year? This, this is unbelievable. This is uh, unconscionable what goes on there. I just mentioned that in passing. It's almost as unconscionable as this guy getting a dog. No, don't do it, sir. There is, like I said, even the, the rottenest, the rottenweiler don't deserve an owner like you. You're a bozo. What? Oh, I thought you were going to tell me something about the dogs. We have an old, well, you don't know nothing about dogs. Open line of date, five, what? I've had dogs everywhere. I've lived everywhere in my life. Yeah. And you've had flying, too, but that doesn't mean you know anything about it. Huh? It's hard to get right. I'll admit that. I mean, somebody could have hemorrhoids all their life, too. That doesn't mean they know anything about hemorrhoids. Having something, you know, it's not like foreskin. You might have foreskin all your life. That doesn't mean you know something about it. I know all about it. Oh, please. In fact, I see a direct relationship between flan and foreskin. Maybe that's what they do. Maybe they, maybe they, slap, the, uh, they slap the smegma on the flan. Maybe that's what it is. And that's on a Greek salad. Here's Kendall. Hello. Yeah, that's yeah. I can't say that flan is incredible. What's a fried ice cream? You ever had that? I've heard of it. I've never have had that. that that's another good one. Well, yeah, no, but somebody said it was Sounds like... like somebody really sick in the... the I, I don't know. I, I've, I've heard of that very often, fried ice cream. I had it in California at a Mexican restaurant. Have and... you ever been fried and had ice cream? Uh, no. <laughs> yes, I have. Hey, yeah. I wanted to talk to you about uh, Famous Amos. I met him when I was in California. You met Famous Amos? Oh, oh yeah. I worked at uh, Kiss FM in Los Angeles, and he, uh, he, you know, he sold that company about 10 years ago to uh, uh, another company, and you heard the story about that. No. Well, first of all, his cookies. No. I, I just bought some. I just got back from the supermarket. Oh, you have some famous anus now? Yeah. Now, is it one of these little bags, or is it like the big bag? No, it's a big bag, because the little bags oh. were, were, you know, more expensive, and mm -hmm. they had it on sale. Yeah, that's a good excuse, yeah. Well, yeah. So, um, he was really a nice guy. He comes from Hawaii, and he sold uh, the interest in his company about 10 years ago. He made, like, large, moist cookies. He had a, a restaurant on, or a cookie place on Sunset Boulevard, and, yeah. um, and like now, it, now, this wasn't the same anus from Anus and Andy, was it? No, no, no. no. Wally Anus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so anyway... The, the, those were white guys anyway, yeah. Yeah, but so the new ones, they're good. They are good, you know, but they're, they're right. just... They're hard and they're small, you know. Yeah, so, well, I got something like that. <laughs> I want to... That's terrible. I wanna, no, it is terrible. You're right. Okay. No, but it works. All right. Okay. Hey, um, I'm, I'm getting my car registered here in Florida, and it's really insane the way they do it here, and I just want to get your opinion on it. Yeah. Okay. You can't get a driver's license. By the license. way, do you think that guy that called a minute ago should get a dog? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> and, and by the way, I met Phil Henry when I worked at a radio network in Los Angeles. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, what a guy. Yeah, he was great. Crazy man, yeah. He, he called himself something like Kenny Stevens or something like that. Hmm. He didn't use his real name. Um, when you get your car registered down here, you can't get a driver's license until you get your car uh, smogged or uh, inspected. Mm -hmm. Until can't... Til they stick that thing in your... Blackmail. Right. Exactly. And then you have to go... called blackmail. They want the 10 bucks. That's all right, all. Well, they, they couldn't care less if you're emitting every kind of pollutant that's ever been invented and some that nobody ever heard of. As long as you give them the 10 bucks, here you go, have a nice day. Oh, you're yeah. absolutely right. They, call, in, they don't care. In California, what it is, is they'll charge you... Uh, uh, you go to a gas station. You don't go to a state inspection. You go to one of uh, a million gas stations that are licensed to do smog work, and what they do is they say, I can get your car to pass for fifty, sixty dollars right. you know, because the first time it always comes up that you failed, you know. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, you have to go to the registration thing, and then you have to go to the tag agency. Now, yeah. this, this is what I need to ask you, because you've been in Florida for, for many years, and I'm basically newer down here. Yeah. You can't get your car registered until you get your bank from other states to mail the pink slip to these tag agencies. And If it's a lease. 
Uh, no, no. If, if just to register it, if you if you have a uh, a registration, you have to have proof of it. So they have to send a document to whatever bank is holding your pink slip. The, what, what do you mean, whatever? I don't understand. Don't you have a registration from another state for yes, the I, car? Yes, I do. So why isn't that sufficient? I, it's a Florida law that they have to have the actual possession of the pink slip, and that has to be mailed to the tag agency. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So anyway, the tag agency, the local tag agency that really doesn't speak too much English here, yeah. um, sent them a, a letter. <laughs> yeah. Right? And it was like Xeroxed, and they could hardly read it. And yeah, so, I, so, so what's the point? Because oh. I'm like uh, 85 minutes past the break here. What is okay, the point? No, it's just the thing is that my bank is refusing to send it to Florida because they've never heard of that. And I was just wondering if, if you knew why they have to have the physical pink slip so that you could register your car and become legal on the no, road here. No, no, no. I have no idea. I know. Well, somebody will tell you. All right. Okay, good luck, pal. Thank you. You'll need it. Okay. Okay, 20 before noon at 560 WQM. Where do you find Hank Goldberg? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Dumb jock. I know someone like to do about sandwich or two. Kate Moss, that skinny chick, the skinniest chick I know. Your future's bleak, that heroin chic, you got to lay off the blow. Kate Moss, that skinny chick, we want to know what's the deal. The clothes are trap when you're in rehab. You're worse than Allie McBeal. See, there you go, Victor. There's a little Allie uh, bit for you. It's uh, 16 till noon at 560 WQAM. Anybody Attention the football fans. What is in that? The past, what, what is that? Oh, I see. I put it on one seat. Got me all rattled in here. We have two open lines in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Who do we want to thank? We want to thank our good, close, personal friends at Tony's named Bruno. Brad. Brad. Well, BR is close. Hey, listen, that's a step up in the right direction. I got the first letter and the second letter right. Nice call, Neil. Oh! There you go. You get the old and the senile like me, old and febrile from eating too much flan. But anyway, thank you so much for, uh, see, I shouldn't say this on here because then she's going, ah, you're already eating? And a little minestrone soup, okay? I got a little touch of the flu. It's almost completely gone. A little zuppa can never hurt, okay? In addition to which, by eating the minestrone soup, I'm still eating my famous anus over here. And you're a witness, by the way, untouched, uneaten, untouched by human hands. Touched by a human nose, yeah, but not by human hands. I, you know, and the more you know something, I never thought about that. The more you smell it, the less you want to eat it. To put the first one in your mouth, and then, of course, the sugar, and you become just ravenous. Then you start like uh, you want to go out and break into all the boxes of cartons out there and have 20 bags. But if you sniff it, and the cookies, too, it, it's uh, not that good. doesn't smell that good. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. One time I was a bellman on the Gulf Ocean uh, Ramada Inn. Yeah. It had three floors, and I uh, had an elevator. And when you're on the elevator, you can see when someone was calling for another floor. Mm -hmm. And uh, I used to let one rip in there, and uh, I have it on hold, uh, on lock. Yeah. And I, I let it fill up the elevator. And I, I love step, it. Then Excellent. I'd step <laughs> then I'd step off. Beautiful. Then I'd, then I'd step off and let it go up to their floor. Right. And then I'd go, and then I'd go back down to the lobby and watch, watch the people walk out. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's a new hobby, baby. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. I love it. Love you. Thanks. There you go. That's one of those guys. You always wondered who it was. It was him. <laughs> yep. The dog done it. No, it was him. We have an open line in day two in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Yeah, put the famous anus over there in the corner, okay? So we actually had a guy who met famous anus call today, which I'm pretty excited about that. Anybody out there meet the colonel? No. 
Look at, look at these phones today. You know something? It's a new year. Yesterday for a Monday, up till about 1 o'clock, we were kicking some pretty good ass here. And you people are dead again. I'm finally getting my health back. I'm over a little touch of the flu here. I'm feeling like almost human. I got my blood sugar nice and low there, which I know you're keeping track of, which is more important than the goddamn stock market because you can have all the stocks in the world, and once they stick your ass in the ground, it don't do you any good. And these people are just the same tired. This is such a depressing place. That's what Victor just said. They got there a lot of here, went up to North Carolina. What is the hell? Everybody going to North Carolina. What is up there? Is there something there that I'm missing out? Maybe they have a lot of flan up there. He's right. It's what's not there, as in as in people. your people, any people. No, your people. That's what he told me. Of course, you couldn't hear it through the window. That's what he was counting on. He didn't realize how thin the windows were. We have an open line at Dade One in Broward, five six seven oh five sixty. And Pine said, "All those Julios down here, man. It's just uh, you, oh yeah. If they would stop eating all that flan and choking chickens on the front lawn, maybe we'd make a little progress down here, huh? That's what causes you. No, seriously, that's what uh, this guy says. This Dr. Rodale." He said that's why uh, Xavier Suarez is acting bad. You know, he used to be, we, not a great guy, but he used to be almost rational once upon a time. And then about two years ago, all of a sudden, like that, a crazy man, Xavier Suarez, just out of his mind and rigging elections and doing all kinds of other crazy things and just, just acting like a man gone bananas. Too much flan with that goddamn azucar, baby. Too much sugar. That's what it says right in here. It says, if you don't believe me and about that crazy bitch that ate the hot fudge sundae on death row's your last meal, just look at Javier Suarez. And I rest my case, is what he said, just before he croaked on the uh, Dick Cavett show. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, hi. This is me. I called you yesterday. I went to Europe. I think I told you. From Brazil, Jew. You did what? I'm Brazilian Jew. I called yesterday and I talked yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. You called yesterday and you were born yesterday and you're still born today. I can't understand a goddamn thing you're saying. We have an open line in Dade. One in Broward, 567-0560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Send that guy back to Brazil. Trace that call. we got enough banana boat people here already, okay? Can we get, like, a few Americans in this town? No. Jesus Christ. It's like there's a funnel. You know they have the channel over there between uh, London and uh, France? Here we got a, not a channel, we got a funnel. There's a huge funnel coming from somewhere. I think it's to the south, and it just never stops. They just keep pouring in here and pouring <laughs> and pouring <laughs> in here. I understand it's great in Brazil, okay? Go back there and dress up in drag. You'll fit in like a, a rubber glove, okay? It'll, it'll feel just like a finger. Here's Miami. Hello? Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? Great. It's, um, you know, i got to switch watching news stations. Channel 7 is the biggest joke of a news station. Do you agree? Or you just discovered that, or is that is that a bulletin? Uh, well, I just moved here about two months ago. Yeah, it should have taken you about five minutes. Rick, that guy, Rick Sanchez, is the biggest asshole I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, is this the way they do news down here? Yes, it is. This is disgusting. Now, where are you from? Chicago. Okay, well, have a safe trip back and uh, don't get lost in those four feet of snow. We have an open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560, on the mobile one line. See, when you come down here from out of town and you want to have a conversation about stuff that we've already talked about till we're blue in the face, is Rick Sanchez going to change? No. Is Channel 7, are they doing very well and making a lot of money because a lot of assholes want to watch hyperventilating crazy hysterical news? Yes. So there you go. They're making a fortune. They're uh, and is Channel Four doing anything? No. Except firing anybody, everybody in sight? No. Because they suck. And now they're trying to imitate Channel Seven. And Channel Ten is trying to imitate Channel Seven. In fact, pretty soon there'll only be Channel Seven. It'll just be on three or four different spots on the dial. Why don't they just simulcast Channel Seven? Oh! There you go. And we can all watch Ricky Sanchez hyperventilating and hovering over the map and dropping a load on her. Okay, dropping his bomb wherever he goes. 
Yes, they are an embarrassment. They got silly people on there. And I guess you need to go rewatch the movie network and uh, see what Howard Beale was talking about and about the MS News Hour and all that. that that's what they're doing. It's Patty Chayefsky, 25 years later, come absolutely true, and that's television news. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir? It's Flan. It's not Flan. It's Flan. I know that. All right. That's what I've been calling it all day is Flan. And Rick Sanchez is an embarrassment to South Florida. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay, to say. thank you. Okay, now this guy was already on hold. Okay, he had no material. He calls to tell me how to pronounce something I already know how to pronounce, even though that bitch was saying flame and flambe and flambe and uh, whatever she was talking about. Jose and uh, flambe. Why don't you just go uh, flambe? Jose sounds good to me. We have two open lines in date: five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? Twenty four year old Julio from Miami. See. Uh, about four hoodies from my office just came back from North Carolina over the winter. Yeah. And I don't know what the hell to say about that, but uh, about See, the flying. See, sweeping up the East Coast, maybe, maybe this, this funnel thing that we've got. They're funneling all the way up the East Coast, and then they're going to meet like somewhere between New Jersey and North Carolina because they're already like inundated in New Jersey and the whole East Coast of the country. And, of course, we've got the Mexicans already in Texas and all the Mexicans in California. Pretty soon this is just going to be Mexico. True. Uh, look about the flying. Forget about flying, man. There'll be a goddamn Taco Bell on every street corner, to which I say, oh! all right. <laughs> well, you want to know about, uh, forget, forget about flying, try tres leches, man. Three tres milks. leches? Three yeah. milks? Have you tried that? It's like a pound cake that's soaked in like three different types of milk. Yeah. Fattening yourself, but hey, that's what you want. Tres leches? Tres leches. Okay. Three milks. Okay, see ya. All right, bye. Okay, that's what I'll see the board and Cow and Oprah always are into. We have an open line in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560 in pound 560 on the mobile one line. We're talking Cuban cuisine here today. Anybody interested? No. Anybody know about any good Cuban cuisine? No. And then I told you about the Columbia restaurant in Sarasota. You said, oh, that's not Cuban. That's Spanish food. All that sangria. In addition to which, right. when you drink enough sangria, you can't taste the food anyway. So what difference is there? There's similarity. It wasn't not good. It was, the food there was never good. Everything, Spanish food. everything was loaded with beans. How about it when I was in Madrid? Was the food good there? No. No way. That's not Cuban food. You've never had Cuban it's food. It's spick food, man. Spicks are spicks. When are you going to get with it, okay? And stop and with Arabs the Arabs. intra-falafels. I love no. falafels, okay? All the Arabs falafel. the same. Yeah. And couscous? I bet you ate a couple of couscous in your time. We have an open line in Broward. In fact, if you put a little couscous, if you spoon them over your flan... Mmm, and then you like snot all over it. It's delicious. Seriously, I mean, flan has got snot on it. I don't care what you want to say. We're gonna have a four-hour discussion about that. Yes. Jesus Christ! It's like the vanilla ice cream thing. I, I sit here and things that are so basically, uh, patently obvious. You, you could, uh, Ray Charles could see it. And these people, oh no, you're wrong. It's I love vanilla ice cream. I, you know, flan is delicious. It's just you don't know. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. So I guess it's spit. Here's a mobile in Deerfield. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Did you happen to catch the Romance Channel lately? No. No. Little Phil Henry on there? No. Phil Henry he doing on, what? He, Phil is on the Romance Channel. Doing what? They they portrayed he and his new bride to be. Uh, they had they had a spot on on how lovely their wedding was. I really? fell over dying. Are you sure? Huh? Absolutely positive. Great. All I want to say. Have a okay, great day. Okay. Thanks for the good news. Okay. Phil's in L.A. By the way, I just thought I would mention that. Not here. We have an open line at day two at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Rick and Suds are here mornings on a Stupid Talk 940. I just thought I'd mention that again. Any interest? No. 
Not until they stop by and they have the decency to thank us in person for all the tremendous promotion love we're giving for them. No, I'm serious about that. Nobody will know that they stop by. See, uh, Suds would do it, but Rick is such a pussy, you know. He's just such a uh, coward. I mean, just because they fired him and he had to beg for a job, is that a, is that a reason to uh, not stop by and just say hi? Yes. Okay. 11.55 at 5.60 WQAM. If you're feeling lucky, this soup, by the way, is great from uh, Tony's, which is located at... 193 and 441. There you go. Well, at least they deserves a little bit of a uh, plug there for crying out loud. Right, Brad? Brad, is that right? Yes. Thank you. Delicious stuff. Now, what did you get from them? I'm sure you got something a little more than minestrone soup. Fried cheese and a Greek salad. Yeah. Did you get any lobster termidor? Where do you find Joe Rose, Jeff DeForest, and Steve Goldstein? The first team, right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Well, I can hear you. WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. See, I got news for you. We don't have time to be bothered with a lot of this on the air stuff. We're having a conversation off the air that's much more important, goddammit. Water spot's not good. It's great. A little bit distracted, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. It mixes it all up. It puts the lotion in the basket. It puts them both together. It puts the lotion in the basket. When the eyeball falls out, it puts the lotion in the basket. Then it has to hose it down. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It's what I have to get. It puts the lotion in the basket. I need to rub it on my breast. It puts the lotion in the basket. I have to dry clean my skin suit. It right. puts the lotion... In the basket. I said, Doctor! I switched my BB in my legs. I said, Doctor! I like to dance around this way. I said, Mommy! Are the lambs quiet today? I said, Mommy! I want to look more like a wolf. My name is Buffalo Bill. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It makes it for my skin. It puts the lotion in the basket. I hold my PP in. It puts the lotion in the basket. How much does it grow? It puts the lotion in the basket. I've got my skin suit nipple necklace. government is so busy of going after the tobacco people, which, by the way, is one of the reasons why Ken Starr is after Bubba, because he's one of the big hotshot attorneys for the tobacco people, besides being a fascist right-wing Nazi. But besides that, how come they're so busy going after the tobacco people, but the sugar people can do no harm, baby? And I guarantee, I said this to my doctor yesterday, and he said you are... Absolutely correct, sir. ...that more people that he sees and more people that every doctor in this country sees with heart disease and with stroke and with diabetes and every other goddamn malady clogging, oil clogging of the arteries are dying from too much consumption of sugar, of refined carbohydrates, than will ever die from smoking all the tobacco products in the world put together. And he said, yes. That's what he said. That was my doctor who knows his crap, okay? But the government doesn't care about that. Do they care about that? No. No, they don't. Bunch of phony bastards, okay? Bunch of hypocrites is what they are. Probably sitting up there smoking up a storm. Like the doctor, Don DeLuise is on the treadmill in Fatso, and the doctor is sitting there puffing on it. See, that's the thing with the right-wingers, like Ken Starr. They have decided, just arbitrarily, they've decided that the public are after the wrong faggots, okay? Forget about those cigarettes, those cancer sticks. Those are okay. It's those homosexuals. Those are the faggots that we have to, like, weed out, so to speak. As in when in doubt, weed them out. Yeah, there you go. Two open lines in day one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Margate. Hello. 
Mobile and Margate. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. First time caller, two decade listener. All right. Uh, you asked if anybody had talked to the Colonel. I tried to put a deal together with Arlen Sanders back in 1965 yeah. to set up service for Kentucky Fried Chicken. And we came down to the papers, and at the last minute he changed his mind. And we never put the deal together. Mm-hmm. But he was a hell of a gentleman. He really was. Yeah, I saw his. Uh, they had a life story biography on A&E a couple of weeks ago. Pretty interesting. And thanks for calling. I guess that was the end of his story, I, which wasn't pretty interesting. Okay, we have two open lines in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Homestead. Hello. Hey, Neil. Happy New Year. And back to you. Um, I got a little information for the guy that was trying to register his vehicle. Yes. Uh, what they make you do, and uh, they won't let you have two titles for your vehicle, and you have to have your vehicle titled in Florida in order to register it in Florida. So what they want is his pink slip or title from California, mm-hmm. and they're going to destroy it and make up a Florida title, charge him a title fee, right. and then put the bank down as a lien holder and send the new title back to his bank. So just a scam to uh, extract a few more bucks. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, uh, um, you know, once he pays it off, they'll release the lien and he'll get his Florida title for his vehicle. Um, can I get a shameless request? Yes, sir. Sporting uh, Woody in Memphis. Okay. Thank you. And have a great day, and thanks for the info. There you go, sir. It's another scam. It's another ripoff, like the $10 for sticking the pipe in your... Rectum. Just another Florida scam. Okay, two lines left on the board. Boy, it's going to be a long day today. I thought yesterday went by like greased lightning, and I thought today was going to, uh, we were going to grease it up again, too. But after that flan talk, I guess they all ran out to get their, uh, to get, get their custard and then do a little... Uh, two open lines in Dade County, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Pompano. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, bud? Okay. Hey, listen, um, my kids are down from Pennsylvania for the Christmas. They, they listen to you. I love you. They love you. They're doing your sayings up there in PA. i got to find out where uh, I can get a hold of your tape so I can send them up north. They absolutely love you. Well, you can uh, call Center One see what they got left. They, they have your lotion and emotion saying going up there, and the, oh, and, and uh, like I said, they, they absolutely do one, one Once in a while, one of those, too. Yeah. Me. Okay, just call uh, 563-3600, and they'll tell you whatever they got left, okay? All right, you have a great show, buddy. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. There you go. We got them doing all kinds of weird stuff up in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm on. Which is the way we like it. We have an open line a day, two in Broward, five in, uh, five in West Palm, 600 in uh, Fort Myers. Let's start the new year off here and pretend that we got some enthusiasm to talk about the six or seven hundred thing that Neil has talked about here today, huh? Or I'm just going to sit here and read this goddamn stuff from, uh, what's this, this dead guy that died on the Dick Cabot show, J.J. Rodale. That's right. In the, in the letter the doctor wrote to the editor of the British Medical Journal, June 22, 1963, he asked if it would be advisable to check all admissions to metal hospitals for low sugar. The reply is it is important constantly to keep in mind the possibility of a psychiatric state being due to an organic condition such as hypoglycemia, meaning low blood sugar, okay, which explains why there are so many crazy people out there. Because eating too much sugar causes your blood sugar to go way up first and then drop way down which is why they tell you that bull crap about getting quick energy, go and eat a candy bar, which causes an immediate surge in your blood sugar, and then just a couple of hours later, you feel like uh, crap. You want to lie down in a corner hibernate like a beer, just like after you eat a big, big meal loaded with carbohydrates. And by the way, the good news is the famous anus is still sitting over here. If I touched it, no. am I going to touch it? No. No way. Because in, in fact, that's the cure for you. I may have just come out something. Maybe if your olfactory nerves are doing pretty good, yeah? If you hang around in the olfactory... 
and uh, well, that doesn't smell too good. But when you rip it open and then you start eating it and you get the taste of those chocolate chips and the sugar in your mouth right away, the fact that it isn't all that great, uh, see, that's one thing George was right about. Those famous anus aren't really all that great. Here's a lady in Naples. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Happy New Year to you, Neil. And the same to you. Um, I, I, I'm calling about this custard, the Italian custard that you're trying to think of. Yes. I think it's Zabioni. Zabioni. Yeah, I think that's what as, it as is. As a matter of fact, there's a thing about Zavaglioni in, uh, in here in this article. Uh, you must be psychic. No, <laughs> psychic seriously. Psychic or psycho. <laughs> no, I'm serious, because uh, I read this last night. A guy gave this to me at the track, and it is most amusing, but there are a couple of things in here. I'll find it. Oh, no, it's not in here. It's in one of the books that I'm reading about Zavaglioni. Oh, yeah, that's probably it. It's egg custard, and it's got dry marsala wine. And... Right. Yeah, that's it. It's not loaded with sugar, though. There's only two tablespoons of sugar. Oh, no, no, it's sugar. in here. Wait a minute, wait a minute. A reader of Prevention Magazine writes, Fiorello LaGuardia, the one-time mayor of New York City, used to eat Zavaglioni for dessert almost every day. This is sherry wine, sugar, and egg yellow. Some of his closest longtime aides broke with him in his last term as mayor because he became so dictatorial. In Zavaglioni, sugar is the major ingredient. So this uh, goofball, this J.J. Rodale, has decided that Mayor um, Fiorello became a uh, LaGuardia, rather, became a lunatic because he was eating too much Zavaglioni <laughs> loaded with uh, sugar. How do you like that? I don't know about that. Okay, lo loaded with zucchero. <laughs> well, I just wanted to call in and let you know. Okay. And um, Happy New Year to and you. Back to you, sweetheart. Bye-bye. There you go. It's about you only. Anybody had any of that lately? No. And it is uh, at the bottom. They do put that slime on there. Italian snot. We have an open line in Broward, all three in Dade. Five six seven oh five sixty. Keep plugging those numbers. I heard Mandich yesterday. Even like they got all that uh, sports stuff going on, the bowl games and the Dolphins coming up, all this other bull crap going on. Pump those numbers. Pump those numbers. Pump them. Pump them. Pump them. And then ninety percent of the calls was basically the same one call anyway. Hey Jim, how do you think the Dolphins are going to do against the Denver? Uh, yeah, how do you think Denver's going to do it? Yeah. How about that uh, thin air out there? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Just work yourself up into a frenzy, Neil. Is it going to do any good? No. No, they don't care. Bunch of deadheads. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. For that guy that wants to get his car registered here. Yeah. I've had my car down here for four years. Mm -hmm. Don't have him bring the title down. Get a letter from the lien holder saying that they won't release the title unless the car is paid off. Well, yeah. duh, no kidding, you know. So. And then what? Then what happens after that? You get the letter, and you you know you, you get the letter. You bring it to the D, uh, to the motor vehicle. Yeah. And with the, the old registration, you switch it over. You transfer the registration. I've been doing it for four years. You don't need the title from them. Okay. Let them keep the damn title. Okay, we're tracing the call. Okay, thanks a lot. Okay, we have an open line in uh, Broward all day. Five, six, seven. We're down to like one or two calls under, but one call. That's it. Okay, well, we made it to a little afternoon today. That's usually when we hit the Berlin Wall. They forgot that somebody tore it down already. That's usually when we run right into it. Very, very sad place. It really is. Just like Victor and his wife and his little uh, baby. What was the baby's name? Um, I forget. You forget? I forgot. You forgot the name of the little, uh, the little girl? The urchin, yes. Huh. Well, at any rate, they were in here, and they love it in North Carolina, and they were talking about how they came back here for uh, the holidays and how much they hated here like poison, and they wouldn't stay here for all the money in the world. I don't understand what that's all about. Five, six, seven, last call for calls for some kind of response here on what's turning into a deadly Tuesday again. Can this possibly be happening to me? Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, and pound five, sixty on the AT&T wireless line. What an embarrassment.
14 at 560 WQM. So anyway, uh, we're going to take in a poll. Our question today is, should Rick and Suds keep doing those stock things? You know, I was just saying to George off the air, but I'll say it on the air. Not that I want to interfere, but as long as I'm going to promote their show, maybe we can just improve it a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah, without him. But at any rate, uh, you know, the stock market thing, if Suds had some real, you know, some a real pair, a real pair, he would say, God damn it, cut the crap of this stock stuff already. God damn it. Yeah. Because it's uh, terminal, man. It's a kiss of death. It's a death knell. I mean, is Rick really that dumb? Yeah. He thinks his audience, like our audience, does this audience want to hear that like every five minutes? No. Of course not. Like we're talking all the uh, Wall Street crowd here. They're all sitting out there. They're sitting at their computers now, and they're trading online, and they're all listening, uh, you know, for stock tips. Uh, oh, yeah, on the Rick and Sud show. In, in between Gilbert and uh, Deliberate Dave or whatever that asshole is. Jesus, God Almighty. Come on, Suds, God. Damn it. Get with it, okay? Kick him in the ass. I know you have a little pair there somewhere. You got some BBs. I mean, Rick's taking all the goddamn money out of that show for Grand Love, and you're sitting there like a hunderling, and you're really the funny one on the goddamn show that everybody likes. Now, kick him in the ass, God. Damn it. That's right. And stop with his stock market stuff, or I'm going to have to, like, go back to uh, CDs again. We have an open line at Broward 2 and Dave. You people are so goddamn slow today, man. It's like I'm on I'm on speed and you're on doggy downers. That's the problem. Every day of my life in this town, I'm going in one direction, and these people are like in the bag. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Anybody, we've only touched 622 goddamn things here today. I'm gonna, you know something? I'm gonna start eating the cookies. That see, this is frustration eating. They don't even smell good. You're just making an excuse. No, I'm, I'm getting yeah. frustrated from these goddamn bastards out there. If we don't fill up all these lines in the next 30 seconds, I'm gonna start eating the cookies. And if I eat the first one, I'll eat the whole bag. It's like holding a gun to your head. You're that, that's the right. This is like life. suicide. Now here's a diabetic sitting on the air with an open bag of famous Amos. Okay, <laughs> famous Amos. 
And look at that. Is there any response? No. No, they don't care. They don't give a crap if I did blow my brains out on the air. Oh, that Neil sure was funny way to go out. <laughs> yeah? Who's going to be on tomorrow? <laughs> they don't give a crap. Do they care enough to send their very best? No. Their very worst? No. Nothing. Look at that. Five, six, seven. We got 20 seconds here, man. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound, five, sixty. It's free. We pay for it on the AT uh, wireless line. Are those lines filled yet? No. No, they aren't. See, they don't care enough to send anything. Even to pick up a guy. Ten seconds I got left here before my blood sugar goes skyrocketing from a beautiful 84 that it was when I got up this morning. Now, finally, you got the guy just with three seconds left. Oh, man. Put the bag down and calm down. Say, ah, oh, they didn't hang on. Okay. What was that? He wanted to save your life, but it was a punky Julio, so I hung up on him. Anyway. God, we don't put no punky Julios on there. Tell him to go uh, eat some flan, okay? Tell him to go slide, stick some flan on his... Rectum. And have a slippery day, okay? Tell him to slide on a slippery slope with the help of about 20 pounds of flan. That's what I... That, you know, everything was going great here until we started that flan talk, and then then things started really skating downhill fast. I, well, brought it up. I wouldn't be surprised. You know something? Every time I've eaten it, I brought it up. That's right. I mean, like, all over the place. Man, it, it's like eating uh, oysters. Do you eat like oysters? Yeah. You do? Yeah. That's like eating snot. Yeah. How about, I, I, oh, I, I could never eat them. I've never tried them because, first of all, I'm not that big on seafood to begin with. I do like clams, but like in clam chowder. Cooked. It cooked, not raw. Oh, God, the idea of raw clams? Oh, that is snot. I don't eat them anymore because it's... And dangerous. oysters, people that like drop them down their throat. They go in the bar and they're dropping like oysters, like a clam bar. They're dropping oysters down their throat. I'm telling you right now, it's... It's not. Jesus Christ. In fact, that's probably what was on that dress. Maybe it was just a big clam. And what about uh, snails? You ever eat snails? Well, the French are big in the snails. Oh, you've also eaten that. You probably like snails. Yeah, I do. You like snails? Sure. Have you ever seen a snail, a living, breathing snail? Absolutely. And And you would put one of those in your puss? Mmm, fried up with some garlic and butter. Oh, Mm. Jesus Christ. No wonder you're eating Palomino uh, for lunch. Here's a lady mobile in Aventura. Hello. Hi. Yes, ma'am. This is Anna. How are you? Great. Um, Listen, I was... Right on the edge of a famous anus suicide. No, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> Goddamn audience, man. These people are so hard to get. How does anybody make it in this town? That's what I like to know. How does anybody, including me, make it in this town? God, are these people tough. Well, you know, I'm a new listener, so at least you got someone well, new. Well, thank God for you, sweetheart. You're the <laughs> only You're the only uh, barrier between me and a definite uh, sugar death. <laughs> well, listen, I have a question, a specific question about that. Um, basket in the lo- lotion in the basket. Basket in the lotion, yeah. Right. A pistol basket. I just stuck my lotion in, the basket, in your basket. Right. Yeah. The Buffalo Bill song. George is explaining to me, but I, I I don't understand the correlation. I guess he said that I had to see the movie, but could you play it one more time just so I can really like pay attention to it? And while we're at it, could I play you know, what? What? You mean the whole bit? It puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> yeah. But, see, it's all coming back to me. I think I'd blocked it out because it was very disturbing. A, a scene that was very disturbing. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know that Buffalo Bill song that they sing on top of the Miami Dolphins yeah. song? Well, that would be a good one to play, too, I think. If you, I, play, I played if, it yesterday. I just got through playing it. Yesterday, but well, maybe, I don't know. And today. I played it for like two days before the, uh, the ball game. Have a nice day, sweetheart. Have well, no, nice... I'm thinking because of the Buffalo Bill song that you're going to play now. Could you play at least the other Buffalo Bill? No. Well, no. Can I play what? The, 
song. Yes, I will play that, but the song, the Bill song, no, no chance. Have a nice year. Get out of here. Boy, oh boy, see what I mean? I don't want requests. I want conversation. I want discussion. I'm going back to the cookies again, okay? That, that wasn't what I was looking for, is a bunch of people just to fill up the line. She doesn't want to talk to me. She just wants. She wants. If I had free tickets, she would want that, too. She wants me to play this. She wants me to play that. She wants me to play... It puts the notion in the basket. About 400 times that goddamn Bill's thing again. Yeah, but wait Yeah, but wait a second. Exactly. I just got through playing it like five seconds ago. These people are so one-dimensional. I'll tell you one thing. If I would... See, if you allow the uh, lunatics to run the asylum, it's like the guys that do the sports shows on this marginal radio station. They let all these gamblers call in and ruin their shows. That's called the tail, and that's the wag the dog syndrome. They kept talking about when we were bopping, bombing those laundry heads over there. It's the wag the tail syndrome, man. What is it? Wag the wag your ass uh, dog uh, syndrome. Letting the inmates run the asylum. If I did that, all we'd hear, we'd hear that bit, and we did a bridge tender 20 times a day, and then we could say, okay, goodbye, go home. Man, not a bad idea. Goddamn bridge tender. I think you ought to be. Here's a mobile in Cooper City. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, slow. I went to a major uh, fast food restaurant, and um, I'm standing there waiting on my Big Mac, and the guy gave me change. He gave me back a Canadian quarter. And normally I wouldn't say anything. You know, not I never much have. now, man. It's worth about, uh, let's see, not worth too much. Right. So uh, he came back, and he's waiting on the sandwich. I said, excuse me, um, can I get another quarter? He goes, we don't take those. I said, you just gave it to me. He goes, I have to get a supervisor. So the supervisor came over, and she goes, what's the problem? He goes, well, he wants uh, a quarterback for this. And they How looked about at that, each other. <laughs> there you go. And they looked at each other, and then she goes, okay, uh, give him a quarter. How about that uh, two-pack uh, from Tennessee, whatever his name is? Two, uh, two Maurice. Yep. Well, I'm out of material. Okay, and don't take any wooden nickels, okay, either. Yeah, that Canadian change, boy. Too bad about those uh, tourists. Huh? I forgot we're not getting all those frogs as many as we used to. By the way, tourism was down. I hate to break the news to you because they like to give you a big, they like to lie to you a lot, the Chamber of Commerce people. Florida tourism down in 1998. Boy. That's right. Vegas, way up. All the other tourist destinations, way up. Florida, down. And, of course, they say, well, you know, the loony age. Do I... First of all, those people don't spend 50 cents here per capita anyway, so don't even count those frogs. Who the hell needs them? That's the best thing that ever happened to this town. Open up a little bit, okay? And by the way, Sonny Rosenberg, we're sending you to Quebec, okay? You'll fit in there like a rubber glove. You'll love the smoked meat up there, mister. Open line in Dade County. Come on, let's get that line filled up in Dade County. I got these famous anis. Can you hear them? There they are. I got them. Mmm, now they're starting to smell just a little bit better. Almost edible. In fact, if we had a little bit of slime to put on them, like on flan, how about flan with, like, chocolate chip cookies in them, huh? Ground up Ooh, inside. There's all these alternate recipes. That's oh, you know, you know what they have, that. which are like in um, in Amsterdam, where the food generally sucks. But there is one dessert that we have in this one place. What the hell do they call it? Whatever they call it, it's got all kinds of like different ice creams with um, butterscotch syrup, real hot butterscotch that they put over it, and they've got like cookies, like like these famous anus, similar kinds of crumbled up all you know around it, through it, in it. Mm, let's just sit around and sniff it on the air. Mm. God. No, we'll just talk about it and sniff it. I'm telling you, it's a great diet. Is that line in Dade County ringing yet? No. Okay, here we go. Famous anus. Don't do it. I got, what, 20 seconds. 
5670560. See, they don't care. That's the thing. And one thing I've discovered year after year after year, and the days I've come in sick, the days I've come in feeling I was dying over here, the day when I thought, remember when I had my tongue thing like all my stuff from smoking too many of those crappy cigars? What the hell were those? Those Danaman lights that had were made yeah. out of paper? Good call. Yeah, exactly. Danaman lights. They were killing me. They were great cigars. Don't get me wrong. With all due respect to my friend Nick, but uh, they were killing me. So it wasn't worth the. Uh, was it worth it? No. No. But did they care? Did this audience care? Because like uh, Ral Donner said, remember Ral Donner? Anybody? No. You don't know what you got no. until you abuse it. No. Oh, by the way, my doctor said congratulations on healing of your bruised rectum. No, the last time I was there to see him, I had a bruised rectum. I came on the air. I'm the only, I'm the only, in fact, I'm in a Guinness Book of Records for that, by the way. I'm the only uh, person, radio personality in history, in the history of the business, ever to admit to having a bruised rectum on the air, okay? With an asterisk, because in the asterisk, it says, by the way, he's a faggot, too, which makes it even more embarrassing, but that's not how he got it. What do you think? So how do you like that? So my doctor says, well, your rectum is all healed up, but uh, other than that, maybe he'll call in with my test results later on today, before the end of the show, huh? He's a great guy. He really is my doctor. He's the best. Dr. Mark. He's like, uh, he's almost like not a doctor. He's just like an ordinary guy who knows his stuff, but he's not one of these guys that, you know, has to put on the white coat and impress you and go through a big song and a dance. Although when I got there yesterday, he said, oh, hang on a second. Let me go upstairs and get my coat. Well, he does want to put on his white coat because otherwise, 26 past noon, otherwise you might not want to pay. At uh, 560 WQM, Hank Goldberg back today from vacation. At uh, 6 o'clock, we got Booster talking baseball. Oh, <laughs> kind of a... Kind of a delicate time to be talking baseball now on this station, isn't it? Yes. And then uh, 8.30, we got the Panthers and Phoenix in uh, Penis, Arizona. You know, Pizza Loft is not only home of the world's, uh, it's not the world's best pizza. Okay, Jeff, it's South Florida's best pizza. And I, you know, having been in Italy 125 times, I'm not going to BS you into the world's best pizza. Of course not, but it is South Florida's best pizza. It's consistently delicious, three different kinds. New York style, thick Sicilian style, the extra spicy Fuganza style. And Pizza Loft's got tons and tons of great dishes at very, very modest prices. That's the one thing you love about Pizza Loft. Everything is fresh, it's delicious, big, big portions, and teeny, tiny prices. They got the best garlic rolls you've ever had in your life and all kinds of combination dinners. If you can't figure out one single thing, they got chicken dishes with veal and eggplant and stuffed shells, lasagna and manicotti. What is it? Lasagna and lasagna and manicotti? Well, whatever it is, it ends in a vowel. You'll have a gigantic vowel movement after you eat at the loft. That's guaranteed. And they also have all your favorite sauces. You pick not only the things you want in your combination plate, but all the sauces you want on there, too. And they got their award-winning lasagna and stromboli and calzones and super subs, chicken cacciatore. All your traditional pasta favorites, spaghetti with meatballs or Italian sausage, baked ziti, tortellini with cheese sauce, they are all fresh, delicious, out of this world. Pizza Loft and the Pizza Loft Plaza on University Drive between Griffin and 595, right next to Nova Southeastern University in Davie, right behind Pier 1 Imports. Eat it there, have it delivered or take it home. Call 954-916-8880. 916-8880. Ponytail, by the way, needs lots and lots more money this year during 1999. We won't tell you why, but he needs lots and lots of money. So bring the Gantemischpoch in there for an inexpensive, delicious meal for lunch, for dinner, for late-night snacks in between over and over again. Pizza Loft, not the fastest, not the cheapest. They just be the best. Me again, Bob. Douche when you're done. This is Debbie. Yeah, hi, Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some liposuction. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you get some tummy tuck and uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic breast surgery, facelift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What would you like to start with? Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my... Uh, my thing. Okay, we don't do that. No. Could you do breast implants, though? Uh, it can be done, but mm. I don't know that it would do it right away. It puts the lotion in the basket. Mm-hmm. How much? 
5,000. Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. Uh -huh. Laser surgery. Uh -huh. Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy? Excuse me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman? Well, we'll have to see you first, and then upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay. Um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um... My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little Mommy. information from you, okay? Mommy. Mommy. It right? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation? For it life? puts the lotion in the basket. Okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment, or do you want to call me back? Or? It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've got my skin suit nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to it make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. Hello? Okay. Am I okay at this point? No. No, I can't handle it. Okay, 1231 at 560 WQM. Somebody in date hung up, goddammit. Here we go. Cookie time. No, seriously, you have to scare these people. You have to blackmail them. You have to threaten them. You have to browbeat them. I mean, this is uh, one hell of a place, man. Especially after you find the first 50 people who can speak English here. Here's Coral Sp uh, Spings. Hello. Don't do it, Neil. Okay. Don't do it. I haven't, I haven't touched them. I Don't have, do uh, it. Had my you, but if you are going to do it, do it with fish food. Yeah, you're right. Do it with now, ice this cream. This stuff isn't worth doing it. You're Cookies right. aren't worth it. Ice cream, if there was a religion based on ice cream, I would be there like yeah, that. I'm, I'm, um, I'm in withdrawal from that at the moment. For some reason, I've got a temporary control over my uh, fish food craving. Really? Oh, yeah, for many a day there, I was uh, stopping at my mobile station like every day and getting a fish stick on the way home just uh -huh. to tide me over. I haven't found those loose like that yet. All I have found it is in the pines. I can't find it. What do you mean you haven't found those loose? They're I'm everywhere. in the mobile stations. I'm in the ETD stations. Nah, they're in every mobile station in South Florida has got the uh, fish sticks. Yeah, they, they ha they're not in the uh, w with the regular pints. They're in like they have a separate freezer where they have like all the, uh, all the ice cream bars ice cream and bars that crap. Right. Like that. Yeah, mobile stations. Every mobile station I stop in has got a mobile on Flamingo right by 595. They got them all the time, guaranteed. Oh, I'm going to have to hit one of those. Yeah. Now, do you and, all, and also Publix has got them in the, uh, where they have all the ice cream stuff. You have to look hard because it's in the middle of all the uh, crap there, but they're in there. Well, it's probably next to the escargot. Yeah, right right next to the oysters and clams. Right. You know, that's why they call it escargot, because no one would eat snails. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't even imagine trying it. Now, they, I mean, maybe it's good. Maybe it's delicious. I don't know. I'm, I'll, I'll let somebody else find out. Do yourself a favor now. Do not take those cookies in your car on the way home. No, I won't. Because if you have to be in that traffic on 441. No, I don't go on the traffic on 441. I zip right over here to the turnpike. I, I, you think I'm going to go on this traffic on 441 north well, of here? Do you head south to the turnpike then? Well, yeah, the, the, we're right on the corner of Ives Dairy and uh, 441. Okay, because so I, I, was, right I, was, I was over there on business yesterday, and I, had a, I went up the County Line Road. No, no, don't ever do that until uh, they get the construction finished in about 12 years. Don't I was ready, I was, if I would have had a gun in my car, I would have put it in my mouth. Exactly. You, you can't oh. get there from here. What you've got to do is you've got to make a, go south just to 199th to Honey Hill Road and go by Chuck's uh, sub place and stop for a sub, and then you go out uh, past PP Park right into the stadium there, like when you're leaving the oh, ballpark. Okay, and then that's where you jump on the turnpike. Right. Beautiful. And you'll see my good friend Sylvia there with the red hair and the uh, long red fingernails. 
Okay, now don't eat the cookies. I appreciate your help on the on the traffic. Don't eat the cookies. Okay. Okay? Thank you. Bye-bye. God bless you. See, there's a guy that sounded like he cared. He said, don't do it. You're a young man. you got your whole life ahead of you. Take me to the foot of the George Washington Bridge. We have an open line. And, of course, the irony of that is, is William Holden died with a bottle in his hand. Boy, he was a great actor, you know, William Holden. And also, coming to find out, I saw a movie with him from in the 40s. I remember talking to my mother about this a couple of years ago. I saw an old, old movie, you know, a real old ancient black and white movie. He was a real good-looking guy when he was young, Bill Holden. Did you ever see him when he was young? Yes. I mean, I can't tell you what right away, but... Yeah, he was a really uh, very good-looking man, Bill Holden. Was it Great actor, huh? Sunset Strip, wasn't that him? Could be. Of I'm, but that, he, that was in the 50s. That was uh, 54, something like 56. He wasn't a young man then. I'm just asking. How old do you think he was in Network? 70s? Late really? 50s? that old? No, not 70s. 60s. 60. Early 60s. 63, 64. And guess what? He's dead. That's right. They found him with a bottle, Bill Holden. But you know something? I can understand. All those movie stars I never used to be able to understand with the fame and the celebrity and all their money, they can't go. They can't even go take a leak in a public toilet without being, Oh, hey, Mr. Holden, can I have your order? You know, after a while, you just become so neurotic. I can, I can now understand it. After that tremendous success we had on, <laughs> on Whammy, you know? You can't even take a leak. You can't even go. You can't even go in a goddamn ice cream section and get yourself a little thing of fish food without people. Oh, hey, Neil, let you shout at you asshole. Yeah. In fact, I'll tell you how bad it's gotten since that TV show. I was sitting on the toilet seat this morning, and a little voice came up from the from the bottom and said, "You are uh, the most unbelievable asshole I've ever seen in my life." Yeah, from way down inside the toilet. Of course, they were looking at my uh, rectum at the time. But at any rate. Here's uh, Miramar. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I always appreciate when you bring up the evil of sugar because I'm hypoglycemic. Yeah, you're hypoglycemic. How low does your blood sugar go before you go into a, a near coma state? You know, you know, I'm really not aware of the numbers because I was totally, I No, listen, I was totally unaware of it until I was in the service and a medical officer gave me the eight-hour glucose tolerance test. Yes. And before then, my life was like a roller coaster. My, my, up and I, down, up and down, up and down. Lots of energy, pass out, pass with, out, up and down. I would start my day off with Captain Crunch and Fruit Loops, and I would just go nuts all day yeah. long in school. That's, and, why, that's why all these kids are hyperventilating. I'm telling you, everybody laughs at me. They think I'm making it up because they're so overloaded with sugar, and that's why they have to keep them giving that Ritalin and all this other crap because it's a sugar shock, man. America's kids are OD'd on sugar. That's why they're blowing each other's brains out. This is the basis for many of our problems. Right. They told my parents I needed psychological help and blah, blah, blah. And uh, I really was totally unaware. I really thought I was—I really thought I was mentally unstable until I realized that, hey, man, my diet is full of sugar, and look what it's doing to me. Right. And now I'm a grown man with a seven-year-old of my own, yeah. and, and it's a war with my wife to keep cookies and and the uh, uh, little dessert treats, everything out of the house. Because to tell you right now, the number one thing. Well, wait a minute. You're, you're telling me that your wife is uh, combating you and bringing that stuff into the house? That's fucking bitch. Yeah, that's right. She has a sweet tooth. And my daughter, my daughter, who, who has almost no sugar in diet most of the time. When she, my, my wife sneaks in some trees for her, I watch her just uh, go bananas in the house. And I says, look, theater, can't you see the difference in her personality? It's like a drug. Uh-huh. Correct. It's like taking uppers and downs at the same time. I, listen, I have said, you're, sir, you are the most intelligent call I've ever had in my life, bar none. I've been saying for at least five years now on a year, and they, I never get a response. Sugar is the most addictive, the strongest drug, more than heroin, more than anything on the face of the earth. And these people are all like, yeah. <laughs> and you want to know why they laugh? Because they don't want to believe it because they like it because it tastes so goddamn good. That's, That's right. Why. They thing. don't want to hear the goddamn truth because they can't handle it because we're addicted to it. And you know what it does? It, it changes your personality. You know, it causes deep psychological instability. Right. 
Look at me. Look at me. I'm a madman. I'm a lunatic. And you want to know why? Too much goddamn sugar, man. The only remedy is to keep it away from you. You'll keep it out of your I got place. these cookies. I just smashed them to smithereens, thanks to you. How do you like that? Keep them out of your house, I just too. smashed them up in little bits. Of course, I can look them up now, but I won't. And right in the old trash can. How do you like that? You know, and, and my life revolves around eating vegetables. And and uh, brown, yeah, I've hung uh, around with a few vegetables whole, all my life. Oh, not those kind. The whole wheat, like I eat lots of canned vegetables too, are very good for you yeah. too. But these things I found really stabilize your blood sugar. And the, and the weird part about it is a two stage effect. There's an immediate effect and there's a long term day to day effect of right. sugar that you don't realize. That's right. And your head will clear. You know, you say, hey. Um, I hope my doctor is listening to this, by the way, who ballooned back up again, just like I did, is getting real chunky after I got him to lose all that weight on the Atkins side. I hope my good friend Dr. Mark, who's a great guy, is listening right now because he's starting to balloon back up again, and it's not worth it. And you think a lot of people, they get off the sugar initially, and then and they say, I'm okay now, and they go back home, but they don't realize the effects are like... Just, it's just, just say like a, no to sugar, that's right. right. Just say no. Neil, it's just like if you got really, really drunk for seven or eight days straight, it would take you four or five days to straighten your brain out afterwards. Because like Bill Holden, look what happened to him. That's right. And sugar does the same thing. Because well, God bless you, sir. You just you just spurred me on to destroying famous anus. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. Uh, I haven't called you. outside in the hall. But anyway, I haven't called you a long time. But I'll give you I'll give you a clue. Enough sports. Okay. Okay. See ya. Okay, that must be the guy from Miramar. Is that who that is? Whatever his name is. Good guy though. He see he finally enough of the sports. We're not talking sports. That's what he meant. Down with the goddamn sports crap. Okay, we got 20 hours of the rest of the day. Hey, you think the Dolphins can really beat Denver? You think Denver's going to be... Oh, Jesus. Come up with something new and different, okay? Come up with something new and different. Like, you think the Browns are going to be good whenever they start playing again? You think Art Modell is really the kind of asshole that he portrays himself to be? Yes. Oh, God. All those Hitler comments? Yes. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560. See, now I can't threaten him. I got the... Well, I got the... I got the uh, lotion in my basket. How do you like that? Yeah, right there. I got the uh, famous anus in the basket. Mmm. Oh, there's still plenty of this. When you crumble them up, it's real easy to, like, just uh, gum them. I'm getting close to that age, although I do have all of my own teeth. Even my mother. Do you realize she's got all her own teeth? Very good. She's 117 years old. She still has all of her own real teeth. Nice going, Ma. 20 before 1 at 560 WQM. Oh, God. Cuckoo, baby. Let's turn this mother out. Pop the magic rapper is on my TV. No one heard of him before. Or his name is Pop Daddy. I said that Pop the magic rapper won't be here that long. Not unless he learns to sing or to write a friggin' song. I said, Pop, the magic rapper is all over MTV. Only because someone shot Notorious B.I.G. That fat guy, maybe someone should tell him making it this way is wrong. Picking at your dead best friends, picking flesh and bone. Snoop Doggy Doggy Dog on the phone. Well, 44 to 560 WQM. So how about that little bow? The cop's got a little slow. You won't see him no more, okay? There you go. Everybody in Liberty City, go out and we're having a party, baby. Oh. Open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. That's the good news. The bad news is that anybody who doesn't pass our literacy test by the end of this week uh, gets fixed, whether they want to or not. Well, don't you think that ought to be a requirement for reproducing is to be at least uh, literate? 
Shouldn't that be like a requirement in America to be able to reproduce is to be literate, yes. to be articulate, yes. to be intelligent, to have IQ bigger than your thumbnail? Yes. Eddie, special ed, then who'll pick the tomatoes? Mexicans? We have an open line in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560 oh, in pound 560. Hey, we got to have Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell, baby. I like those little chihuahuas for somebody else, not for me. That's what you ought to get, that guy that called earlier, that jackass. Get you a chihuahua, okay? It'll drive you nuts if you're not already got if you don't have a head start. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello. Time to adopt about 50 of those greyhounds. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hey. You notice, all the, you notice all the response I got in that, by the way, about the greyhound scandal? They don't want to talk. They don't know for well, nothing, these people. They're probably sick, sick to their stomach. Yeah. Does me. I bet on them. That's bad enough. Yeah, that'll kill you. Listen, uh, did you play the bridge tender yet after the new year? We have an open line in uh, day two in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Neil, how you doing, man? Okay, sir. Listen, I got a couple things to talk about. Number one, I, I, I uh, hadn't heard the show earlier, but I put on the TV last night to watch the game. What Lady game has is a that? baby. Her husband's name is Maurice. I we already, we already talked about that. Oh, too, I'm about sorry. two more, two Maurice, two more, uh, two more, tomorrow, whatever their name is. Yeah. Okay. That's old. That's old news. Well, second thing, I'm in my His office. His name is today. T -t 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 Tumor. And it's the same. It's the same type of mentality. I hear over here people talking. Well, it's supposed to be season, but with the windshield factor, it's supposed to be even lower. What yeah. the hell is that? Well, say hi to little black Sambo, okay? We have two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. Boy, is he a chronic man? A real chronic. I hope that little boat comes over to your house knocking on the door for a little boat peep about 3 o'clock in the morning, okay? Kind of, like, uh, shake you up a little bit. 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Okay. Uh, George just took another ant that fell off the ceiling. Oh! We need an exterminator in here. One, you know something? I'll tell you what. I'll pay for an exterminator. If I have to pay myself, I'll pay for an exterminator to come in here and spray this place. If Greg Reed is too goddamn cheap to keep this place sanitary, we don't want this place to be a bug-infested toilet like over on Sheridan Street. Go ahead, sir. Yes, how you doing, Neil? Okay. Uh, I wanted to come in yesterday on a gentleman who called about uh, the hockey game that he takes yeah, his okay, kids. Yeah, okay, well, call somebody else, too, okay, because you're chronic. Don't you recognize that voice? Chronic. Open line in Broward, all three in Dade, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the. This is uh, I, I just give up. I throw my arms up in the air. I'm going to reach in the wastebasket and lap the crumbs out of there. I'm just going to lick the crumbs right out of the bottom of the basket. I'm going to stick my tongue and make a motion in the basket, like that. That kind of a motion. Any interest here today? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I'm starting to get my sinuses acting up again. It's this audience. It's my uh, South Florida allergies. That's what it is. Doctor Mark should have known that as soon as I walked in the door. He should have said, "Yeah, you look okay right now, but that's because you're out of that building." Or maybe it's the bugs. Here's Royal Palm Beach. Hello. Hi, I, uh, George. Uh, Whatever yeah. your name is, yeah. <laughs> no, I wish George a happy New Year, and I wish you. Uh, real quick about that, the uh, dogs, uh, the greyhounds. Yeah. Up here in Palm Beach, the How come we're not getting a thousand calls about that? Don't we have any goddamn animal lovers in this audience? What a bunch of deadheads in this town. No wonder this stuff goes on in this state because everybody's busy with their own goddamn crap. Yeah, it's a real shame. But they come Jesus, around. What a bunch of laggards and slaggards and, uh, we got in this place. They, they bring the dogs around and, uh, they're like it's a, like the eighth or ninth race, and they and they bring them around. And they have, you know you bring your kids or whatever there, right? And they bring the dogs around, and you, and you can and they bring the paperwork, and you actually uh, you know sign up to adopt these dogs. They do it right there at the dog. Yeah, but dog how many people now. can adopt the, the the dogs? That's the problem. They reproduce them like rabbits. They churn them out like a puppy factory is what they are. Don't you understand? Well, these here are all fixed in their shots and all that. You know. They're what? 
They're all they're all been taken care no, of. No, but uh, I'm, not, I'm talking about the ones that uh, they gas. Oh yeah, that's a real shame. Thousands. Listen, they make their money and they dispose of them. That's what they do. Well, isn't that lovely? Isn't yeah. that great? Isn't that a wonderful industry, huh? Can I mention something else? Yes, sir. Uh, but that's a real shame, and I hopefully more people Stop will take no, the time. No, it's not a real shame. It's a scandal. It it's is. It's a scandal. It's a disaster. And the people in this state are so goddamn oblivious to pain, to suffering, to anything. They're like in la-la land. They're just standing out there uh, sniffing the goddamn air to see if there's anything in it. You know, we... Uh, uh, on another note, uh, on, the, on the sugar here, they say yeah. we eat average 120 pounds of sugar annually. That's right. And uh, it causes tooth decay, obesity, of course, because yeah. I know. Diabetes. And uh, mental illness, uh, so, nervous condition. Uh, heart disease. Heart, oh, yeah, asthma. Clogging of the arteries, right. Uh, personality changes, right. mood swings. Right. Increase in uh, heart disease, diabetes, you Hyperglycemia, hyperglycemia. And I got to hand it to that guy I called you earlier about his... Coma. About the kids, yeah. Because uh, my daughter's in second grade, and we were having problems with the doctor. So we're going to put her on medication because she's too hyper. She wouldn't stay in her seat in school and all yeah. that. So we took her off the colors, the additives, and uh, right. And the sugars like that. I mean, you see the, the change. You would not believe the change. You I would not always say you take the colors off those kids, and their attitude changes immediately. They it, become it, a total different breed. It's amazing, Neil. Yeah. It, it is totally uh, amazing. And I'll go around the Publix now. And and I and I still get the fish food because it's basically natural and stuff like that. Even but what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, I, mean, I love for people to eat Ben and Jerry's. It's one of our fine sponsors. But that's please, what I eat, mainly. please don't tell me because it's natural. What does that mean? Well, it's loaded with sugar. It's like injecting sugar into your veins. Right. But I try to stay away from all the chemicals and all that other. <laughs> I mean, I try. I mean, the sugar's a problem for me. I grew up eating sugar. Let me tell you, I'm a, I'm a bad guy. On the way home, listen, on the way home here yeah. to my home in West Palm, not the Royal Palm, yeah. I stopped. I stopped at Publix to be talking about the famous Amos Cookies. Yeah. And I, ate, I just bought a 12-ounce bag for one ninety nine there. So what are you talking You're about? You're in front of me, damn it. Huh? Was I listening to you, and I got friggin' hungry. Okay, I'll never, I'll never do it again. Will you not do that again? I promise. I promise you, I'll throw them out on my canal in the back. Do it. Okay? Okay, kill well, the frog. Listen, real quick. Yeah. Because uh, i got to go now. Kill the frogs with famous anus. Okay, yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, Sounds like anus. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, In closing, come on, come on, come on. I've got a million people that want to talk to me. cookies in the basket, let's put some lotion in there. Uh, get out of here, okay. Why didn't he quit while he was ahead, okay? Just go feed the frogs, okay? This guy's giving me a, a big lecture about his kids, and since he took the color out of them, it pales into insignificance. And whatever else, what he's, you know, it makes a lot of sense. And then he goes on and goes off the deep end because, you know, because we're weak, because we're addicted to it. Why don't you admit it, you crazy people out there? Why don't, at least I admit it. I'm weak. I'm a fat slob. I'm addicted to this crap. I'm absolutely, totally addicted to it. And the goddamn government that's so worried about the tobacco and the kids. In the meantime, there's more kids that you're killing out there, all your little kids. I'll guarantee you those little kids that they're holding up in the air, shaking them like they're goddamn uh, a maraca at the hockey games. I guarantee you those kids are so hopped up on sugar, they don't know their ass from their rectum. How do you like that? As if there's a difference, okay? Because that's what America's doing to their youth is they're killing them with goddamn sugar, everything that you stick in their mouth. And then, of course, they, they take the kids in the store, and not only are they running the show at the uh, sporting events and uh, dictating the kind of behavior that's going to go on, they're dictating what mommy's going to buy in the supermarket. I want this, mommy. You know, instead of wham, you know, right in the face, and send them flying to the moon, like Jackie Gleason would say. I'll buy what's good for you, okay, and you'll keep your goddamn mouth shut, Junior. Or you'll be in a goddamn pizza oven so fast you won't know ponytail from your rectum. That's right. That's that's the way to do with it. Oh, no, we don't want to do that. You never strike your kids. No, don't ever discipline your kids, okay? Just keep threatening to discipline them and never do it so that you really have a lot of credibility. <laughs> yeah, right.
just uh, smack a little, you know. I'm not talking about abusing your children. I'm talking about when the time comes, you show them who's running a goddamn ship instead of being led around by the nose because it's a lot easier and more convenient that way. Because we have a lot of weak people out there reproducing. Anybody can reproduce, okay? Does it take any great talent to make babies? No. No. It takes no talent whatsoever to be... Does it take any intelligence to make babies? No. Like a whole bunch of them? Like maybe a litter? No. But to raise them responsibly, and we keep shaking our heads, gee, we don't understand why this is going on. Letting a bunch of little kids, again, it's the wag the dog thing again, all over again. The tail is wagging the goddamn dog, and the kids are wagging the goddamn parents' asses. How do you like that? Do you like it? No. I don't. Pain in the ass, little brats. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Absolutely correct, sir. Absolutely correct, sir. Oh! I agree. On, on the money. Hey, Neil, this is Toilet Seat Boy. How's it working out? Great. Excellent. Thank you so much, man. I, I'm telling you, I have been doing such healthy numbers on that seat. It must be the seat. I'm, I'm happy to you know you. It must be just the right elevation, you know? You got it. Hey, I had a question for you. You ask it's just the right vibration if the seat is the right elevation. That's what Jesse Jackson said. All right. If it fits, it must. Okay. Yeah, if it fits, you take a good yeah. something that rhymes with fits, right? I'm with you. Hey, um, you, you were right on the money with uh, Rick and Sud's story. Have you heard anything about uh, up here a little bit north on Queer Channel with the uh, Roward? No. Uh, she insinuated something yesterday about um, she may not be around in a couple months. <laughs> oh, you! Oh, you! I, I got. Oh. Well, I can't. Roward! I can't tell my part anymore. I'll she may not that. be around in a couple of months. Well, what's the uh, big deal with that? No, she didn't come out and say, but uh, I I called in and asked for screener. He was just like, I, you know, we don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. yeah, as soon as they start uh, like that, then you know that they're... Wait, 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 wait. Right. Yeah. Hey, um, what kind of... You would never I hear her say, I like the wee-wee. She would never say that. I figure you would hear it first if something was happening. I haven't so. heard yet. Well, see, we don't really uh, care that much about what... Well, I hate to break the news to you, but with all due respect, you know, that market is... Like, here with, uh, yeah, Ricky the shift is what I said. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, have a great day, pal. Just, one thing, Neil. Yes, one thing. and Can thanks I get, again, uh, yes. The queer, sun, uh, queer square dance? Queer square dance? Well, the, the gay square the gay, dance. Don't say queer <laughs> now, for crying out loud. Queer tail. The fag but, square dance. All right, hey. <laughs> okay, see you. Bottoms up. Get out of here. Have a nice one. Here's the guy that brought me my children. Love your seat. Riding along to the gay square dance. Got a great big zipper in the back of my pants. Get off my horse at the old barn door. Got my saddle burned around. I'm a riding on the horn. Look inside, folks are dancing all around. There goes Johnny in his mother's nightgown. All the man left and all the man right. All the man needs is a pillow to bite. your partner a silly smirk. All join hands for a big circle jerk. Volunteers all raise your hand. Who's gonna be the next pivot man? Invite your partner home for a drink. Lick your lips and give him a wink with a great big smile and a great big nod. Let him know your gerbil's deep clawed. 1256 at 560 WQM. The Nasdaq's up 29 points, Rick. And the Dow is, uh, Oh, gee, they suck. Come on, you jackasses. They're on CNN. Where's my CNN? Searching for a signal? Is it raining outside? How the hell can that be? Wait a minute. One moment, please. 275. Oh, there it is. Wow, the Dow's up 95 points. Oh! And the Nasdaq's up 29, which is like almost 150 points. All right. 
There you go. That'll give Rick a lot to talk about tomorrow. Okay, we haven't had any answers on our poll question yet. Do we want Rick to keep talking about the stock market? No. Not that I want to interfere with their show, but since I'm the promoter now, no. we don't want to hear any more about that. No, 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 no. no. Stop. No. Stop. No. Stop. No. Stop. No. By the way, if your hair is falling out in clumps, I'm sure you'd like that to stop too, right? Yeah. Well, if you want to do something about it, call our good friend Charlie Alfieri because he's been helping out guys, schleppers like you, millionaires, people in between for over 25 years now. And nobody anywhere in the world makes a better looking, more natural system, which is why even the guys with the biggest bucks in the universe go to Charles Alfieri because it looks so great. It looks so real. And now he's even improved his natural hairline system. He's created a lighter, more durable, completely natural-looking system. Even when your hair is wet, nobody in the universe will be able to tell it's not the real thing. And now for a limited time, call Charles Alfieri. Mention the Neil Rogers Show. They'll have a big smile on their puss because they love me and we love them. And Charles will give you a $200 discount on the purchase of that new hair system. So forget about that uh, Sonny Rosenberg look and that Wayne Hypinga look. And God forbid that uh, Bob Eisenberg look. Oh, God, that dead rat on your head look. Forget about that. And call our good friend Charles Alfieri and start looking like a mensch years and years younger and feel better about yourself, too. Call them toll-free and tell them you want your hair back. Call 1-800-321-2413. That's 1-800-321-2413. That's the one to two hour. Banana picking Julio's who thrive on anarchy are building an arena for the Miami Heat. Having two arenas somehow don't seem right. Better ask Jeff going for financial advice. NBA is locked down. There's no basketball. They're all on strike. Let's turn the place down. An insurance check would sure be right. Before we lose our ass, take a can of gas. Oh. Like that, that, oh. I rest my case, okay? I mean, I'm laying it out there for the audience. The future of AM radio in this market is right in the palm of my hand, okay? Along with the crumbs from the famous anus cookies, which I did not eat and threw in the wastebasket. I, as soon as that guy called in, I smashed those things to smithereens, just like goddamn Hercules with a limp wrist. I just smashed them and heaved them in the wastebasket. And then George started talking about that flan, and I heaved them in the wastebasket. Kind of like a Mike Disney routine. We have an open line in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a call in Fort Myers. Hello. Hello, Neil. How yes, you sir. Doing? Great. Uh, say, Neil, I had a call up and make a comment about the uh, greyhounds, the carnage with the uh, greyhounds. Yes. Just so a bunch of knuckleheads can go and uh, bet on dogs. It's, uh, it, it does really, um, it, in, it incites me, to, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, well, nobody over here seems to give a crap about it. Well, let me ask you, though. Uh, you how the hell can this go on? How can the slaughter of these defenseless little animals, we got all these people, I mean, at least human beings have got some control, allegedly, over what they're doing. So all these uh, fetus huggers out there that are organized and shooting doctors about it. But in the meantime, dogs that are just, you know, manipulated and used, like you said, for fun and profit by human beings, we just gas them like they were so much of yesterday's garbage. Well said, sir. Very well said. 
take it a step further, uh, Neil. What about what about the thoroughbred industry and their genetic manipulation of uh, of the breeding? Well, genetic manipulation. Now you're nitpicking. I'm talking right, about no. I'm talking about slaughtering. They they don't. Uh, first of all, horses don't reproduce like in litters. Okay. Well, that's a good point. But Neil, no, it's an you're, you're, point. you're a racetrack fan. How many times have you seen a horse break down with a broken leg? Well, sir, how many times have you seen a runner break down? And uh, you know, how many times you see a basketball player die on the court? Go back to where you came from. Okay, that's probably the Colombian guy. He wants to, what he wants to do is gas the Colombians and save the Greyhound, which maybe he's got a... Okay, we have two open lines in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. I mean, I mean, are we living in that kind of a purest world? I'm not looking for perfection, sir. I'm looking for a little bit of sanity here. We don't have any goddamn dog. And by the way, the guy that called before that jackass about two hours ago, you know what this guy reminds me of? Hey, Neil, I'm going to Vegas. Can you recommend a good restaurant? Can you recommend a good public restroom out there? Can you tell me what kind of toilet paper I should wipe my with huh, when I go out there to Vegas? I mean, you talk about helpless and hopeless, the land of the lost. Yeah, we're going to, should we go to a, should, can I recommend him an outstanding uh, uh what, what was he talking about? A, a like a uh, a place where they have stray dogs. A a, a thing. A kennel. A, a kennel. No, not a kennel. A uh, a public where you go in the, like the pound shelter. A shelter. God damn it! Is there an outstanding shelter? Well, let's see. Here's a shelter that's rated very highly. And this guy's gonna get a dog. I say stick him in the cage and let a dog out. Let's swap one animal in a shelter for one asshole like him. Wouldn't that be great? And then we could go throw him a bone. Yeah, here you go. Get down all fours, Fido. <laughs> yeah, we'll change their names to doggy names. We'll name, the, we'll name the dog Charlie and we'll name him Fido, okay? Or maybe he's just, he's an asshole. Two open lines in date, 5670560. Yeah, what kind of dog should I get? How about a one with a tail and an ass? How does that sound for a start? And four legs and a nose and maybe a couple of ears. Jesus Christ Almighty. How about a miniature pincher? Sounds perfect for you, pal. <laughs> right up your alley, God. You deserve each other like a match made in heaven. Here's a lady in Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi there. I wanted to call about the Greyhound comment. You're absolutely... What's wrong with these people, for Christ's sake? Well, these phones should be smoking here with outrage. Yep. These people well, don't care about human life, canine life, any goddamn life except their own damn life, if uh, they have one. That's sad but true. A lot of people, they're, they're just not aware of how the Greyhounds are mistreated. And yeah. all they need to do is to be made aware. And then they need to know what to do after they are made aware, which is never go to a racetrack, never support those places they are actually going out of business on their own there yeah. are there are a lot less than there were before the gay hounds yeah and they what they've had to do now that has, that has not that has absolutely nothing to do with what's going on with the dogs that that's because there uh, there's too much competition for the dollar and the permutuals have failed to attract younger people and as a result they, they're going out of business like crazy you're right the that's, only thing that's, that's keeping exactly the open is the simulcasting if it weren't for that they all be closed right now every right. one of them but if we if we can reach just through your show the people that perhaps go for the simulcast as well to just completely boycott the greyhound races altogether. I'm, I'm not looking to start boycotting greyhound races. I'm trying to uh, get some people to intervene and do something about the breeding that goes on and the destruction of all these goddamn uh, puppies. There That's is, what I'm talking there, about. Yeah, there actually is an organization. Yeah, I know. I, we've, we've talked about it a hundred times over oh, the years, but nobody yeah. gives a crap in this crowd. They don't care. Well, there is an organization called Holly Dogs who actually... They uh, adopt out greyhounds yeah. that they've rescued. They adopt an oat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right, they do. They send them to Manitoba. No, actually, they're, it's in Florida, South Florida. Yeah. They don't talk as funny as I do. And they do good work. 
so if anyone uh, would like to adopt a dog, they can always contact contact Holly Dogs. Holly Dogs? That's what they're called. That's Holly the Dogs. Yeah, they, they're actually in Hollywood. Okay. Well, I, I, I would assume so. I wouldn't think they were in Arcadia if it's yeah. Holly Dogs. Well, I just thought I'd point that out. I want to say I enjoy your show, and I am glad that you are incensed. Because um, just Listen, fact, I'm going to tell you something. Any yeah. person that doesn't love dogs is a piece of crap. I'll tell you that right now. That's not my opinion. That's a fact. Any person that doesn't appreciate and love dogs is a person that shouldn't be breathing and wasting the fresh air. Right, and a lot of people actually, they just are not aware of the suffering that goes on. Right. It's an unthinking thing because people aren't cruel on purpose. They just need to be made aware of how the animals are treated. What do you mean they're not cruel on purpose? The people that are doing all of this... No, I mean the people that are supporting it. Well, it's got to be stopped. Absolutely. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I'm glad that you're saying that. Thanks a lot, sweetheart. Bye-bye. See, there's a lady that cares. There's one. Does anybody else out there give a crap? No. Know anything about this? No. Of course not. They're too busy worried about stopping for goddamn uh, famous anus at Publix on the way home because they're such weaklings. Thank God for strong people like me. <laughs> what are you looking? I threw it in the wastebasket. I had it. I was nodding. I was smiling. And I nodding. said, "Here, I had the bag open." Okay. I have a tear. And for once in my life, I'm not saying very often, maybe because I had that soup. So thank God again. Thanks, Brad, over there at Tony's, for giving me that minestrone. I mean, and not only that, but what's actually better? See, the point is. What's the point? What's the point of my sitting here and preaching and pontificating? Because these people, it's like trying to get a response out of a goddamn rock. It's like going out and getting drunk. It's like when you're in college and you drink 25 gallons of beer, okay? And at the time, eh, you know, you're feeling no pain. And you wake up in the morning. And while you're doing it, you know that the next morning you're going to wake up in a sea of puke. And you're going to have a bad headache and a hangover. And you're going to feel like death boiled over for hours or maybe even a whole day or two. And you still do it. And like me, when you're diabetic and you know you go to the store and you pick up your pint of fish food and you go home and you put it in the microwave for 37 seconds and you sit there and you just shovel it down your puss and, oh, God, it tastes good. And you have that temporary euphoria. And then your blood sugar goes skyrocketing up and you can barely move. Like you're all your body, like you're frozen. Like the clock at the Macarena. Like you're suspended in time and space. Even though ahead of time, and the only reason you do it is because you're addicted to it. You're hooked on it. Open line at Broward 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Preaching to the, uh, I'm preaching to the masses out there, they don't want to hear it because they like it. Mmm, that's good. We want to hear you talk about food again. Come on, more about that banana split. About the arepa. About that flan with that slimy, sugar-coated crap on the bottom. I want to bang you in the butt. Okay. Bill cigars and Monica's vagina. All right. She lets out a giggle when he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. <laughs> Put a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Well, he don't know where a stogie goes. I can see how there was some confusion between humidor and humid whore. And in Arkansas, the term cedar box means saw her naked. Stars reportedly to go in blind. My vagina really gets my panties in a wad. Now Clinton, he was working hard late nights in the ovary office. 
working on a practical joke. He took a Mac and noodle, put an exploding load in for a Monica was blowing rings of smoke. Bill's cigars and Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle every time he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. <laughs> oh, people feel that Hillary's been made a fool of by her husband. Feel that Hillary was wronged. Up in the Lincoln bedroom, she was moaning, moaning. Al Gore was doing her with Bill's old bong. Bill's cigars and Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle every friggin' time he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind. You can do it in the behind, but a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Oh, candy and dandy, yeah, Dutch master, it's faster. Oh, yeah. What you gotta do is take a temporary and put it in a brim. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, now, a cigar in her God, what an emotional thing, huh? It's 115 at 560. So how that uh, 13-year-old kid, it turned out it was Bill Cosby's kid, not Bubba? Is that the deal? I mean, it's, uh, you know, where the hell does it stop already? What are we going to do about that uh, that jackass on the Internet? What the hell's his name again? The uh, the jackass report? Drudge. Oh, the, oh see, I, I've tried to block it out of my mind. Yeah, the Drudge report. I mean, enough is enough already, okay? Stick the cigar in your in that baby in your uh, back pocket and cut the crap already. Anyway, here's my uh, test results from yesterday, most of them from Dr. Mark. Still alive. No symptoms of inflammation, no infection, no this, no that, bada beep, bada boop, bada et cetera, and so on. What about that cholesterol, Neil? Well, a little bit high, 214. Wanted under 200, don't we? 214, not that great. LDL, 148, should be under 130. HDL, 42, but it should be a lot higher than that, like all the way up to 150. Not that great. Blood glucose, 118. Not bad. Not too bad. Anything else on there really significant? Nah, let's see. A potassium? Well, what is that? Everything looks okay. I'm still alive. But you know something? It's good to have this done every now and then. I'm assuming that he wanted me to put this on here because Dr. Mark is now a big shot with a union, the doctor's union, that they're trying to start. HMO help is available. It says problems with your HMO. You can get help from the HMO Patient Advocate Program of the Dade County Medical Association of the Alliance for Aging. As in, Oy. call 305-670-4357 if you're having problems with your HMO in Dade. 305-670-4357. The Broward County Medical Association got a similar program. Call 954-938-1101. 938-1101. The programs are set up to help patients of all ages who need assistance dealing with HMO and healthcare professionals who have trouble getting quality healthcare for their HMO patients. Data collected from complaints from the programs will be sent to the Florida Medical Association Statewide Central Registry to try to clean up the mess. And it is a mess. Okay, thank you very much. What does that say? Ragging me on the air again? No, I was. Did I rag on him on the air? Do you see this note? 
What did I just about, get through saying? About fat, I think. Oh, about being fat. Well, that's not ragging on you. That's trying to save your life like I did a couple of years ago when I inspired you to get back on the Atkins four or five years ago, and you lost all that weight, and you looked so great. And yesterday, you admittedly were pudgy again, Dr. Mark. And you're a great guy and a tremendous doctor and a superhuman being, and I don't want you to croak on me until I'm ready to get out of town. And after that, well, no, he's a good guy. Oh, here's what's all this other stuff. How about that white count? Want to see that white blood cell count? Where is it? Where the hell is it on here already, Doc? Oh, here it is, 9.1. That's normal. So if I had, like, some raging uh, infection, if my body was fighting, you know what I'm saying? I got a little tiny uh, touch of the intestinal something here, and already I'm uh, starting to get a hypochondriac attitude again, like I was when I had that pill doctor, um, that Israeli pill doctor syndrome. He was a real beauty. Oy. Oh, you got a cold. Oy. Oy. Let's take an EKG. Oy. Oh, you got a hangnail EKG. Oy. Just happens to be a cardiologist, by the way. Oh, here's a call in the Grove, no less. Hello. Hey, what's up, Neil? A yes, couple sir. things. First of all, I think one of the reasons you get a lot of chronic, so this is one of the first couple of times I've called, is because it's like I've been on hold for like 20 minutes. Fortunately, I had a long 18 drive. 18 minutes and 28 seconds. All right. So fortunately, I had a long drive from Hollywood to uh, Coconut Grove, but yeah. uh, that's why you get a lot of chronic. Unless you're in the car, nobody else is going to wait 20 minutes unless they're sure a Sure they are. Sure they are. In any event. I, I think that most of, the, most of the people in this town have got a life. No. they got nothing else going on. Well, anyway, a couple of reasons I called. One, that last lady kind of stole my thunder. Uh, my parents actually adopted from Holly Dogs. They're great dogs. Right. Um, and they, they, they really they really do. Uh, they, they have problems sitting down. You have to buy them a little foam thing so they can lie down on them, you know, because they can't lie down on tile. But other than that, they really they, are. Wait a minute. They can't lie down on tile? Yeah. It, it, they're, they're very, um, you, they can't sit down. They have to, like, it, it's very hard for them. You know, like, when they're on tile, you know, in order for They slip and slide? Uh, it's not that they slip and slide, just that the way they're constructed, or perhaps because they've been racing their whole lives. Yeah. I don't know exactly why, but you need to buy them a little foam rubber thing that they can sleep so on. So they can hang their rectum on it, yeah. I guess so. Um, couple of, the last well, most also, of our audience have got a foam rubber thing that they've been sitting on. So <laughs> Another thing also is that I, I, li I was listening for about 10 minutes before, and I, I still haven't figured out your points on sugar, because even though sugar may cause a lot of problems, it's not the same as smoking, which offends people while you're doing it. I mean, if you eat a lot of sugar and you want to go crazy, that's your own prerogative, but if you want to smoke, you know, in a public place and, and somebody else is going to get cancer, so that's, that's the reason why there's so much concern over yeah, but, tobacco. Yeah, but the big to-do with the, the tobacco industry isn't just about smoking in a public place, it's about, you know, encouraging teenagers to smoke and about suing the tobacco companies, and like, this is the most evil thing that came down the pike, and I'm not suggesting that smoking cigarettes is good for you, you'd have to be an idiot to say that, of course it causes causes cancer and kills people, but I personally don't believe there's any comparison between the amount of illness and the number of deaths with, with the tobacco and the sugar and the refined carbohydrates that the government says, oh, this is perfectly good, it's fine for you, no problem. Well, the, I FDA think those... is, is the FDA allows murder in this country every day. But I think if you notice, there isn't that much of a concern over chewing tobacco, and I think the reason is, I think anyone, you know, is because people don't want to be smoked around. <laughs> yeah. They just so, want you to spit it in their puss. I mean, so that, that's the thing. I mean, if you notice, there isn't a high concern over chewing tobacco. They don't keep raising the, the, the taxes on chewing tobacco. Yeah. The major concern you is You just put a cigarette. big pinch between your cheek and gum and... Uh, and, that's just, and the truth is, cigars... Get a nice hole in there. You know, really that big of a concern either because right. people don't smoke it. As, as well, people don't inhale cigars, number one. And number two, unless they're an idiot, they don't chain smoke them like they do cigarettes. So it's a different ballgame. Right. So the point is, I think that cigarettes have been attacked because not only is it cancerous, so that's a great thing to... Uh, you know, to jump onto, but it also annoys people. Yeah. So you put those two combinations Well, let me ask together. you something. Aren't you annoyed when you see a big, a bunch of big, fat, tubby people walking like in a shopping mall? I'm not talking like me, you know. I'm talking big, fat, three, four hundred pound people. Isn't that annoying? 
Well, isn't that not it's, 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 it's not hazardous? Well, maybe it's hazardous to your mental health. <laughs> it's aesthetically displeasing. Well, we can't tell you. Well, Say hi to all my friends in the Grove, okay? All right. It won't take long. Okay. We have an open line in the day, 5670560. They hate me in the Grove. I really haven't figured out why. Probably they're hanging out at Jack Campbell's house, you know, doing all those uh, bodybuilders. Yeah, so I'm looking at my blood test results here, and they look okay. Nice going there, Dr. Mark. And I was not ragging on you on the air. I talked to everybody about what a great doctor you are. Man, I'll tell you, you got a good doctor. You hang on to him for, uh, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Real strong. Don't let him go. Don't let him get away. Because finding a good doctor, especially in this town, where you have all these quacks that prey on old people, on desperate, stupid old people, that's what Florida's all about. It's about quacks that prey on the desperate, the old, the stupid, the superstitious, the illegal aliens, combination of all of the above. Hey, anybody want to buy a uh, copper bracelet? <laughs> Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How, yeah, you how about some magnets for your feet? Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I wanted to call to thank you very much for uh, talking about the flight of these greyhounds. Um, one of the things that I recently learned, and my wife and I have tried to do our best, is that Dr. Gamble and Kimberly Clark torture millions of dogs and cats every year just to test their products. Yeah. Every time you brush your teeth with crust, every time you wipe your crust? When you brush your teeth with crust? Yeah, with crust. Yeah. Every time you wipe your butt with Charmin, every time you blow your nose with Kleenex, every time you wash your clothes with yeah. Every time you wash your rectum with Kleenex, yeah. Basically, you're supporting companies that are torturing animals. Really? And Because, uh, they're, do because they're doing animal research? They, Is that they, what you're saying? They test their products on animals. Yeah, good. Okay, well, that's more important. See, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. See, I knew if I brought this up. No, I don't agree with him, okay? Animal research, it depends on what we're talking about, but I, it gets off into a tangent. Now we're going to get all the tree huggers and the animal, the hysterical people, and oh my God, they're, you know, those poor little mice and those rodents. You know, cut the crap with this already. I mean, once you stand there, and that's one of the reasons that this doesn't get anywhere is because you got the people like him that are off on such a wild jag on this thing, and he wants me to jump on a bad way. I like Mr. Whipple, okay? If I want to wipe my rectum, uh, Charmin, I'll do it, okay? In fact, if they want to experiment, I got a great little dog that would be a dynamite for their experiment. <laughs> oh, oh God! How about sticking a foot up his dynamite that changes altitude? Huh? Man, just a tiny, teeny bit. I'm talking about the one thing here. I don't want to get into a whole Jewel Gibbons thing and start chewing on tree bark, okay? And I don't care what anybody says. And I know the other guy from the Grove. He's a good guy, and he made a good point about the tobacco. But God damn it, sugar is killing us, man. And nobody is talking about it. Your government that's so worried about the president getting a few blowjobs, your government up there, are they doing a goddamn thing about no. it? In fact, take a look at them. Take a look at that Gerald Nadler there from New York, that congressman. with a, It looks like something from a sideshow. You know those things where you put your head through and they, they super put your head up? That's what he looks like. It looks like there's, there's a phony head on a different body, that Nadler guy. He's got fat in places it's illegal in most states. He's lucky if they don't let him out of New York. They'd throw his ass in a who's gal. Whatever that is. And they're standing up there pontificating. Oh, did she stick it in here? What kind of cigar was it? And was it moist? Was it... Uh, yeah, who cares? They're killing us with their sugar and the low-fat lie. They're killing you people by the millions and you're sucking them. Oh, I love those snack wells. They're delicious. Yeah, well, why not? Forget about the snack wells. You want delicious? Go out and get a goddamn banana split, okay? 
This bull crap about fat kills. Oh, and it's got, it like that spot for Burger King about how many fewer grams of fat it's got to eat those crappy sub sandwiches. I'm not going to mention the name of the place. You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen those spots? Oh, well, the Whopper's got so many grams of fat. Fat doesn't kill. Refined carbohydrates kill people, okay? Every goddamn day. Dietary fat doesn't make you fat. It's a lie. It's a goddamn lie, okay? So if you want to eat snack wells because they taste good, taste salud, okay? Go have a good time. But if you want to eat them because they're low in fat and you're not going to get anywhere, you're getting fatter and bigger just like I am, like a big tub of lard with the lies of American commerce that's only interested in making a fast buck with all their shelf-life-oriented, chemical-laden crap that they keep peddling us people. And is there anybody in Congress that's got the balls to take them on? No. No, absolutely not. They're all up there. So it's like a contest to see who's bigger, Ted Kennedy or Gerald Nadler, okay? Poor Ted Kennedy. He's another one. He's like, like a phony head on this huge, enormous... He doesn't, he doesn't have 20 chins. He doesn't have any chin. Because there's no room for a chin because his puppet comes up to his chin. <sighs> 26 after 1. In fact, if he would have had that body back, uh, poor what's-her-name would still be alive there. Mary Jane Kopechny, she'd still be alive because he at least he wouldn't have been able to, even if he was drunk, his head would have been straight ahead. He couldn't have moved it. He would have stayed on the road there at Chappaquiddick if he would have been that fat back then. 27 after 1 at 560. W. I mean, the test results for me here all look great. I mean, while I feel flushed, maybe because I'm getting all worked up to a frenzy here because I'm trying to make a little bit of goddamn sense in an otherwise mediocre, crappy medium where people come on here and keep reading the goddamn stock numbers off the TV. Any asshole can do that, Rick. Oh. No, seriously, why does he do that? Why is he? Where, where did that come from? He never used to do that back when they were like almost listenable. He never used to do that. He got some money. Well, you know something? Fine. Go. I hope you make millions, okay? Maybe you'll share it with me, but I doubt it. I hope you make a lot. I wish you nothing but the best, but we don't want to hear about it. Neil? God? He served a search warrant on me, which allowed them to view and photograph my body, including my penis, my buttocks, my lower torso, thighs, and any other error that they wanted. Oh, they were young and didn't know when I touched them there that I couldn't make it grow. Oh man, this is really a bummer. All I did was get myself a hummer. Oh, oh hey. We got nail babe. We got nail babe. These charges, they are really heinous. I've never seen Macaulay Culkin Zanus. Hillary is really human, but hey, at least the things I banged were human. Oh, and babe, we got nail, babe. We got nail, babe. I had flowers there to grow. Hey, Macaulay, you dropped the soap. Day after day, the chargers they grow, that in a parking lot, I got fellatio. Uh, uh, uh. Just let me sleep with one more kiss, I promise not to repeat what I did. <laughs> I'm in a deep mess, but 
What the hey, at least nobody out there thinks I'm gay. Uh, uh, or okay. they. We got nail pain. 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 One moment, please. Oh, you dropped all the CDs. What? I just uh, dropped all this crap on the floor looking for something back there, okay? God, talk about short of breath and fat and out of shape. We're going to whip this. That's our, re our resolution for the revolution, right? Are we going to whip ourselves back into shape this year? No. Let's just talk about it. Let's talk about it over a nice banana split. So anyway, somebody faxes me the uh, papers here. Hollywood's Greyhound Adoption. And there's a phone number. It says they need volunteers, and they have a whole bunch, I'm sure, lots and lots of greyhounds to be adopted if you don't want these animals put to death, because that's what they do. That's what these wonderful dog racing people do. 954-925-7758 is the phone number. 954-925-7758. And a lot of people are going to lie to you and say, oh, this doesn't go on. It does go on. Okay, I'm not saying that everybody who's involved in the dog racing industry are bad people. and I've talked about this 5,000 times over the years. But because I did hear this thing the other night, and the fact that it is still going on, uh, God got to stop. Somebody's got to step in and protect the goddamn gay, uh, greyhounds. Here's a mobile in uh, the Gables. Hello. Hello, Uncle Leo. Yes. How are you? Okay. Oh, you sound fine with your test. Yes, my tests are good. The Dow's up 110 and the NASDAQ 33. I, I don't care. And neither does anybody else. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for speaking the truth. And I also want to tell you all this talk about food. I just need to remind you that arepa is a crime. That's true. And, and by you should the have told Mike Tyson that, though, a couple of years ago. Well, yeah, he doesn't listen anyway. He don't be understanding that, that lingo anyway, yeah. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I've been holding for 20 minutes. i got a, I got a, a cancerous growth in my head now the size of a grapefruit. Thank you to you. You're welcome. Well, I'll give him my doctor. I'll send you the bill. Okay. Uh, Go see Dr. You. Mark. He'll take care of it. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560. Let's take a look more. How about my creatin' and then my bun, huh? My B-U-N. What is, what is that, by the way? What does that mean? I don't know. You always see it. Don't you get to ever have your blood tested? Not in years. Well, what, what kind of a spick are you anyway? Are you a moron? I'm a healthy spick. Huh? Oh, yeah, you're real healthy. You're sick, like, constantly. That is so untrue. It is, no, it's not untrue. You're not sick as much as the other states. And I think we have corporate disease. By the way, we ought to sue their ass, you know what? I think that we're aging much more rapidly, and I think we ought to sue Cox Broadcasting just for the hell of it, just to join in Brian Cox there, okay? Everybody else sues them. Why not? course over here we're busy suing somebody else but why by the way we're not discussing that on this show i just mentioned that since it's in the papers and have we had any calls about that even one no good because we're not discussing it but of course boo's going to be talking baseball <laughs> <laughs> oh man you talk about a guy with the orange hair being in a real delicate position here's uh naples hello hello yes sir yeah um just a battle about dogs man you know meaning what who cares if they get killed? You know, greyhounds. Wow, it's a big deal. And what about you? What What do you care about? I don't care about anything, really. Yeah, that sounds like it. Okay, well, listen. I hope you have a good time. You're in a perfect place. Oh, we got another call in Naples, two in a row. Hello. Hey, Neil. Was that one of your neighbors, sir? I, I don't know, but uh, sounded like a real asshole to me. It's possible. Uh, I just called to find out what What are we so worried about with the sugar and stuff? 
What, 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 what does the, that mean? What, what do you mean? What are we? Obviously, you're not. In other words, if no, you don't I'm care, not. if you don't I'm care, like, you're going to croak an early death. Then fine, more power to you. I'll bring you flowers. Well, but I want to ask you a question. I'm like, listening. What, What's what is, the question? What is so great about getting up in the morning and going and doing all the crap we do every day? What's you know? Why bother? keeping things going for that. Oh, so, in other, so in other words, you're like the last guy. You don't care about dogs or yourself. So, <laughs> go. And by the way, here's another one for you. Let me guess. Just sent you a present a little late for Christmas. That's for New Year's, okay? Boy, there, there you go. There's two great winners back-to-back -back in Naples. That's the first time in the history of this show we ever had two calls from Naples. We killed two turds with one bullet, okay? I bet your Arlen Specter would be proud of that. Just saw his ugly puss on there a little while ago on CNN saying, bop, 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 bop. Yeah, he's still looking for the bullet on that stretcher. The magic bullet. Oh, here's Dr. Mark, who uh, hopefully will never go to Naples after those two calls. Well, I don't really have anything too funny to say. I just wanted to call in and thank you for the uh, support for the HMO thing. Yeah. And uh, I apologize for writing down that you were ragging on me, but that's what people told me this morning, so I had to... And you, you, know, and you believe those sick well, people? Your, your patients are sick, so obviously you should know that up front. Well, most of my patients are my friends, too, so I thought they were... Uh, Warning me or advising me or whatever. I, I said nothing but exactly <laughs> marvelous things. You should only have a hundred people touting you like I tout you. I heard you the, listen, Neil. I know what you just said is worth a million dollars. That's know right. That. But uh, it's funny because we, you and I both predicted what the conversation for today was going to be. You know, you don't need me. It was pretty funny. I mean, I, you, you, you spoke my words even before I did it at the end of the Whatever day. happened, you didn't get the rest of this stuff about my Lyme disease test? That'll be a couple days. Oh. Those, not that those I have Those get done in batches every couple if days. If I had anything like that, my white blood count would be elevated. It would be a little abnormal, yeah, but not necessarily. So we'll just get that out of the way. and then, well, Either that or we'll really stimulate some controversy for you. What? Yeah, positive lime doesn't prove anything either. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll do a spinal tap and everything else. Yeah, there you go. That sounds good. Right on the ear. You can come over here again you know, like you did well. that other time. We'll do a spinal tap right on the ear. <laughs> you know full well I'm a minimalist. I only do what I, what I would do for my own mother or my daughter and only what needs to be done. And I want a greyhound. Do you? I, absolutely. They're I mean, great they're, dogs. They're so exquisite. And actually what they'll do is they'll, they'll also inspire me to lose weight. Yeah, yeah, you go out, you go out and run around with the graph, like you run around the track with it. I, you know, I didn't mention it yesterday because I was, uh, I was in a good patient care focused mood, but I went back on Atkins yesterday, literally, and I, you know, I'm not going to say it the first day. Now, was that before or after I came in? Before. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I had made the decision uh, several days ago. It's kind of like guys who quit smoking; they have to plan it a few days in advance and then kind of get so rid you, of it. You kept the weight off for a long time. Well, yeah, you know, well, I was real good for years. And, and 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 actually, it was thanks to you that I went back on it again. Um, I I've mentioned wish, that many times. Yes, I, I know that. Uh, uh, we, we, we have the Mutual Self-Aggrandizement Club. Uh, but also, uh, like I said yesterday, I wish that Dr. Bob would give us the secret for how to keep the weight off yeah. after you go off the acid. You can't, you can't go off. But that, that's, I, I warn everybody always, it's the, it's the best diet as far as working and the worst diet as far as you gain it back so fast yeah. that when you go off of it, I mean, if, if you're planning on going off of it, uh, good luck to you because you gain it back in, in a tenth the time that it takes yeah. to lose it. Exactly. There seems to be some kind of thermostat or fatostat, I guess it is, in your in your body somewhere. You're just designed to be a certain weight. It's just a struggle to keep it off. Yeah. Didn't wasn't there a, a movie the other day where somebody said, "Oh, there's people who were born to be fat and people who became fat as they went along." Didn't see that. I, I don't no. remember where. I, I I know I've heard that medically also, but I thought I heard it on the TV the other day. Yeah, I think it was Roseanne. Could be. Well, maybe Rosie O'Donnell. As so many of your callers say, Neil, I thank you, but I'm out of material. Okay, Mark. Okay. Thanks. Bye -bye. There's Dr. Mark, great guy, even though he's getting pretty fat. We have an open line at Broward 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. It's 140 at QM. Hank returns at 2 today. We got uh, the Boogster with Dicks talking baseball, not Marlins probably, and uh, the Nagia game. Panthers and the uh, Phoenix, uh, whatever their name is. What the hell are they? The Coyotes. 
How the hell we're talking about dogs today? I can't remember the Coyotes. That's pretty bad, Neil. Well, sorry about that. Those Western Conference teams, man. How about those Maple Leafs, baby? We got one call on that. Down three, nothing. Down three to one. Down four to two, and they tie it up in the third period. And then because of a bad call by the referees, they didn't call a penalty. Too bad. We get the winning goal there. I saw Frederick Modini got his body and went. Gets in the net. What an unbelievable comeback by my Maple Leafs. Huh? They're kicking some serious ass. There's no bags in, in the church. You loved him as Frazier on Cheers. You cherished him as Frazier on Frazier. Now, 17-time Emmy winning and 38-time Betty Ford residing Kelsey Grammer is delving into uncharted territory with Kelsey Grammer sings Barry White. If you don't mind my saying so, I feel that your love far exceeds that which I can get enough of. Or so as not to conclude my thought with a preposition, as it were, of your love. I cannot get enough. Not since William Shatner's Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds and Pat Boone's Tutti Frutti has there been such a torrid juxtaposition of an Anglo-oriented song stylist interpreting otherwise enjoyable soulful melodic renderings. Pardon me, ma'am, but when would be a convenient time for you and I to get it on? Oh, yeah. My mojo is working. At least I think it is. Plus, if you act now, we'll throw in, at some additional charge, a free bonus track of Mr. Grammer's stirring rendition of Isaac Hayes' Shaft. Would you happen to be privy to the knowledge of who that African-American detective is for whom many of the young ladies have amorous feelings? Oh, yes. You're darn tootin'. So, get Kelsey Grammer sings Barry White. He makes Barry White very white. Oh, I really got my booger working now, mama. Watch me work. 146 at 560 WQM. Bill and Homestead says uh, on facts here, creatine and bun are kidney function tests, usually elevated in severe diabetics. Oi! Look at that. My bun is beautiful. Normal is 0.5 to 1.5. Mine is 1.1. Better than the stock market numbers, Rick. My creatine, which means you're a cretin if uh, you got too high of a number. Normal is, uh, oh, that, no, I got it backwards. Bun normal is 9 to 27. Mine is 14. Right smack dab in the middle. Stuck in the middle with you. Almost every one of these things are stuck in the middle, except those cholesterol. A mm, little bit high. You don't want to know why, don't you? Well, you already know why the cholesterol is high. Too much. That's right. Too much sugar, baby. Cholesterol is, even with the medication, even with that Pravacol, it's 214. And the LDL, the bad cholesterol, should be under 130. It's 148. That means you better cut the crap, sweetheart. And the HDL, which is like, uh, well, not enough exercise. You better get on that goddamn beautiful exercise bike that George bought you for birthday. You been on that lately? No. Well, I haven't been feeling, you know. What? You can't exercise when you feel like crap. Yeah, when you have this uh, the little uh, warm thing, when you have a warm spot. Here's uh, Hallandale. Hello. Hey, hypocrite. Your golden retriever's he done. Yeah, blow it out your ass, okay? Hypocrite. Yeah, yeah, blow it out your uh, big, big, fat. Rectum. Okay. Go talk to Sonny Rosenberg. Go big, give him a big kiss for us, okay? Right on his bald spot. Two open lines in uh, Dave, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. You wouldn't know my golden retriever from your rectum. By the way, he's ten times the creature that you'll ever be. Here's a lady in Delray. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Uh, hi, Neil. My name is Carolyn, and I'm with Greyhound Pets of America. Yeah. Uh, for anyone out there interested in adopting a retired racing greyhound, yes. we have a national 800 number. Okay. It's even good over in Naples. Even in Naples, where there are a bunch of morons, yeah, well, they don't we, seem to care about anybody or anything. We, we do get which selected. Which is probably why they're there, yes. We do get selected. You know who those people probably were? They were probably from the, uh, don't they have a dog track over there in Naples? Yes, they do. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, 1-800. Uh, it's 
888-888-1472. And when we do get calls that are down around the holly dogs, we do send them there. Okay. So uh, we're not trying to take from one area and put them in another. Right. 1-800-366-1472? Yes, sir. Got it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, probably, uh, you know, get calls from the dog track people. Oh, yeah, you're an asshole. We don't care about dogs. Yeah, right. Okay. Great. Well, it's obvious you don't. That's why we're talking about it. We have an open line in Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. This is uh, Brent from uh, Fort Lauderdale. I wanted to uh, ask you where you got your information on the uh, uh, the sugar and the fat thing. What do you mean, where did I get my information? What, what does that mean? Well, uh, I'm just asking where you got your information because... Well, what information uh, are you talking about? about? About the low-fat thing being a fraud? What I'm saying is that... No, no, uh, let, me say, let me say it again. What okay. information... Yeah, yeah, let's have a conversation, see, because it's a bunch of non-sequiturs. You said, I'd like to know where you got your information. I'm saying, what information specifically? What are you talking about? Okay, well, you're saying sugar is... is is the worst thing. It's worse than uh, uh, like fat. So and dietary fat, and the Atkins, Atkins, absolutely. And the Atkins, Atkins diet. Uh, Dr. Bernstein, the that wrote the best book on diabetes. I, I, I've right. read dozens of books, and they all say the same thing. And my doctor will tell you the same thing. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, anything dietary that I've ever fat, read. Dietary fat alone does not make you fat. There is absolutely no way in the world that dietary fat makes you fat. Well, unless it's combined with a lot of refined carbohydrates. Okay. Uh, there's, in my experience, and I have been on the Atkins diet, yeah. uh, and I've tried also, and I, I did lose weight on it. I will, I will say that I did lose weight on the Atkins diet. And why diet. is that? Even though you were eating because fat? You, because you cut down the sugar. Because you and cut you down were the eating sugar. dietary fat? Like yeah. a lot of red meat? Sure. Yeah, and you still lost weight. Well, how is that possible if you don't believe what you're just, uh, you're, you're arguing with no, yourself? But, but listen to me for a second. Um, the, the thing is, is that... Uh, yeah. I did try a, a diet that essentially cut out the fat, but the sugar, you could still eat the sugar. And frankly, I think I, I, it was easier to keep the, the weight off Yeah. Uh, because, like you had said earlier, you sort of bloomed back up as soon as you got off the Atkins diet. Mm -hmm. You went back up, um, and it was much easier to maintain. This, was a low, was, this is a low-fat diet? Yeah, it's a low-fat diet. Obviously, you can't go out and eat, you know, a ton of sugar. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is basically what you're looking at is just cutting out the, the fat and not not the uh, you know, concentrating on the refined sugars. Albeit, I agree. I think in our society in particular, we weigh too much refined sugar. But I think that refined carbohydrates. Refined carbohydrates. I know this is boring as hell to the audience. Refined carbohydrates, pasta, rice, any refined carbohydrates. They, uh, the, your body turns them into sugar almost immediately, and right. uh, that's why you're fat. Not just sugar stored, itself, but refined carbohydrates, of which sugar is one. Right, right. Sugar. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, sir. Is yeah. sugar a natural product that exists in the refined form anywhere in nature? Uh, as, as a refined form? No. 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 Does it no, exist in nature? Exist, no. But it does exist. Fruits and vegetables, and you know a lot of things that we eat yeah. that are good for you in many other ways. Mm -hmm. uh, make me unless sugar you're, unless you're diabetic. Do you know anything about diabetes? Uh, yeah, my grandmother was diabetic. Yeah, and do you know anything uh, about it? Um, I, I would say a little. Are you aware that fruit sugar is just equally as bad as refined sugar for most diabetics, including myself? Are you aware of that? I that fruit well, sugar stimulates? I mean, huh? I mean, you need you need sugar as well as a diabetic to maintain your 
you know, no, you, know you do not. You do not know. The sugar doesn't maintain. Sir, you know nothing. You have no con. What am I talking to this man for? Am I some kind of an idiot? Yes. Am I some kind of an imbecile? Yes. Here's a man. Well, his grandmother had this, and he uh, he was on a diet for a little while, and he's asking me where I got my information from reading, from reading from people that have done research, from reading about studies, from reading about people that know what they're talking about, not from just some guy that calls and gives me a song and a dance and refuses to have a coherent conversation. Does he know anything about diabetes? No. No. You don't need sugar, sir. Wrong. Zero. None. Nada. You need fruit? Wrong. None. Read Doctor uh, the Diabetes Solution by Dr. Richard Bernstein, okay, a man who treated his own diabetes and became, as an adult, studied to become a medical doctor, which he did, and is probably one of the foremost authorities in the world on diabetes and knows what he's talking about. And the diet he recommends is almost identical to the Atkins diet. How do you like that, sir? He says he hasn't eaten a piece of fruit in 20 years, and his health is perfect, and his blood sugar is perfect, and he's no longer taking medication, and he's no longer got diabetes, or at least his blood sugar is normal, as long as he eats the way he's eating. How do you like that? What a shock to you, sir. But you keep eating the snack wells. You keep eating the low fat. You keep getting sucked in with the bull crap as an excuse to keep eating all the sugar because it tastes good because we're addicted to it. I'm honest. You're full of crap. That's the difference. I'm fat, but I'm honest and fat. You're just full of crap.